That's right, everybody. It's Jurassic Park. Woo woo! We are back, everybody. That's right. Uh, I'm Kevin here with my sister Mare Bear, and it's uh, episode number 98, I believe, of the Brother Sister Rewatch podcast. Yo, we're fucking getting up there, dude. And we're talking one of my all time favorite movies this week, Jurassic <laughs> Park. Now, you're not as big of a fan, but your husband is, right? Oh my god, my husband's a total geek. Yeah, so, like, this movie, there's so much to get into. There's so much to talk about. We're going to talk about, the, we're going to go, you know, deep dive the movie and everything. Yeah. But I've got a whole bunch of odds and ends here to talk about as well. <laughs> Now this uh, this movie, one of the greatest movies of all time, I will say, <laughs> release date June eleventh, nineteen ninety three. Yeah, see, I was still like a toddler when weekend, this came out. The weekend of King of the Ring ninety three. Um, <laughs> no, this okay. So I was six years old. Yeah, you were three. Not I mean, even. Yeah, no, I wasn't even. Three. Yeah, you were like, two and a half. Yeah, so, my husband was like four or five, I think. Yeah, around he was around. Yeah, he's yeah. like a year younger than me. Mm-hmm. So I I actually went to the opening night of this or the opening weekend of this movie. Oh, our uncle, me, I was gonna say, yeah. I knew it. Our uncle took us took me to a theater in the downtown area. It's uh been under several different monikers. Yeah, it was the beer serving theater for a while. Oh yeah, it had food and beer service. Yeah, so but we went there when it was like just old old theater before yeah. it got renovated and everything. And six year old me, I went into this movie. Now we're going to talk about like Not the special a effects. Not having fucking idea I w- about anything. I went into it thinking, because he showed me movies when I was a kid, like King Kong, uh, Joseph, or was it uh, J- Jason and the Argonauts, oh. The Clash of the Titans, the original oh, okay. one. You know, like stop motion animation. Yeah. Or like the, um, oh my god. Dinosaur. Dinosaurs, and there's the one with the cowboys and the dinosaurs. Yeah. The, oh god, the Valley of Ganji or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's what it is. A lot of <laughs> but, old school stop yeah, motion. The stop motion animation. So... I had seen, like, they didn't really show too much of the dinosaurs in the Preview. previews, from what I remember as a kid. Because yeah. I didn't go into this thinking that I was going to get lifelike, lifelike dinosaurs, <laughs> like, eating people. Yo! Seriously! Yeah. Uh, we'll get into that, but, yeah. like, me and my husband were watching, re-watching it, and I was like, I don't remember this. Like, And we've watched it over the course of our relationship several times. Of course. But I was like, I don't remember it being like this showy yeah oh yeah showed like the the fucking we'll get there yeah and the most interesting part about this movie is you know for six-year-old kevin totally shit a brick when the lawyer gets eaten off the toilet not gonna lie the toilet scene i freaked the fuck out i was in the theater i was like (laughs) uncle rick what the fuck like i was just like losing it i was losing it because it was just so i wasn't expecting that like i said it's like these fake claymation dinosaurs yeah. of my youth have been have now been CGI. Also, I didn't realize this is PG thirteen. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm like, holy shit! Watch like, people get maimed. Seriously. <laughs> and and the most interesting part is the dinosaurs are only on screen for about fifteen minutes of this movie. This is a two hour they plus. Kill it. Yeah, this is a two hour plus long movie. Yeah. And there, the dinosaurs are only in it for fifteen minutes, it's which nuts. tells you how good of a, a filmmaker Steven Spielberg is that he built so much suspense yeah. into the reveals of the dinosaurs and the chases, the yeah. chase scenes. Dude, and can I just make a point? So my husband, <laughs> he he's much like Kevin. He and Kevin grew up very much around the same time. Ninja Turtles. Interested in the same things. <laughs> So we were on Netflix trying to find Jurassic Park the yeah, other night. Yeah, don't even get me started. And um, he's like, oh, they made a cartoon. So he, it's like the Cretaceous, really? yeah, Cretaceous uh, camp or something like that. <laughs> That's hilarious. And he's like, I kind of am interested. Like, I just want to watch one episode. 
He watched the entire fucking season <laughs> in one night. Of course. And he he's did. like, Mare, this isn't for kids. He's like, they're fuck." And I watched a few episodes with him. They're fucking eating them. They kill kids off. They kill kids? They kill kids. Well, they, this movie didn't even have the balls to do that. Right? But I was like, holy shit, this is a cartoon? Mm-hmm. Apparently season two is coming out. They just dropped a trailer for season two. We had no idea even it, it even existed. But he's like... <laughs> Cretaceous But game. like, seriously, I couldn't... Like, every episode had a huge cliffhanger where both of us, our jaws were dropped like, what? <laughs> Meanwhile, we're both in our 30s. There is so much content. <laughs> there is so much content out there to enjoy. Now, the uh, director, of course, Steven Spielberg. The composer, mm-hmm. John Williams, who has done everything. Yeah. Indiana Jones, Star Wars, Jaws. Yeah. Home Alone. <laughs> He's done a whole Yo, bunch of Home shit. Alone is a different movie with his music in there. Oh, I will agree. Because yeah. I watched the movies that made us. Well, I watched the movies that made us and they're like, yeah, we had this other composer and, and it just didn't work. Can and then ma- John Williams came in and then we're like, it's a fucking hit. Can you imagine like Home Alone with Danny Elfman? You know, like all that bullshit, like the Pee Wee's Breakfast Machine. Oh my God. So the budget is sixty three million on this movie. Wow, with ninety three. Yes, with a marketing budget, a marketing campaign worth sixty five million. The marketing for the movie was more than the budget to make it. Oh my god! It grossed four hundred and four million. That in the U.S. one point zero three billion worldwide. Shit! Which um, it broke Batman Returns opening weekend record. Wow. Which was just the year before Batman Returns. Of course, everybody knows my favorite Christmas movie. Um, so as I was going through here, I came across a name in the producer role on okay. this movie. And it's a name that will elicit a, a reaction from you, I think. Okay. At least it would from our brother. Oh, God. A Ms. Kathleen Kennedy. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. So she's been just interweaving herself into oh, she's these been people. Around. For years. She was, she was, apparently, she was the one who ran Point. Be, uh, I don't believe that. I don't believe she runs Point on no. fucking anything. <laughs> production was, like, halted because of a hurricane. And she was the one who got, like, the relief efforts. And she, I swear to God, yeah. I've written about it. Which, tell me, tell she's me, ever tell done Tell me well. why your opinion of Kathleen Kennedy is so Because she fucking takes credit for Star Wars. And she doesn't... Uh, what do you mean she takes credit for Star Wars? Like, okay, so we're watching The Mandalorian, like, the round table with all the directors. Like, John Favreau fucking saved this entire... <laughs> the Doctor from Elf? Yeah. <laughs> he's sa- Like, he's done... He's the one who directed Iron Man, okay? Mm. He's, he fucking kicked off the MCU. Really? Okay? Was that yeah. the first movie? That was the first Not X-Men? movie. No, they're, they're Fox, Disney, has oh, Marvel. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Not a whole bad. different thing. But, um, like, the, the Marvel Universe that we know and love today, John Favreau started it. Really? Okay? He took the Mandalorian, he took the shambles that was Star Wars, <laughs> yeah, okay, was. and fucking created it, and he's like, I guess I'm gonna save this too, <laughs> fucking wrote and, like, got everything put together for the Mandalorian, okay, okay? like, and... Kathleen Kennedy is sitting there like, yeah, you know, when I took over Star Wars, like, fuck you, bitch. Is she the one who uh, produced for Disney, like, the, the pre, not the, the sequels. Yeah. The episode seven, eight, and nine, right? Yeah. So she was the one who was in charge of that dumpster fire. Yep. You know, forced dyads. Yeah, but shit. now that the Mandalorian <laughs> is, like, saving that fucking entire 
the franchise. Franchise. Of Star Wars. She's I do, like, I do oh, say, look at what great work we did. It's like, no, bitch, it was broken because of you. I think you could blame J.J. Abrams just as much as well, her. Well, J- Misa do. <laughs> Fuck J.J. Abrams. And also, that is a downside, speaking of Star Wars. Uh, this movie is obviously one of my all-time favorites. Five stars all around. <laughs> but it does have a dark chapter. Mm. The technology... The CGI used in this movie, do you know what it convinced a certain someone to do? No. It convinced George Lucas to do the prequel movies no. four years, like five years after But this. But how is... Okay, okay, hold on. Yeah. But how is this CGI way better than what was this, in Star Wars five years later? This CGI is better than the Jurassic World movies Seriously? that just came out three years ago. This That's movie's I mean. almost 30 years old, and it blows the but doors granted, off the new one. But the T-Rex was animatronic. It wasn't no, necessarily no. CGI. Only in certain scenes. Yeah. It was CGI. Like when yeah. it's walking around and chasing them and yeah. shit. And it looks fantastic. It really does. The raptors. There's only one scene we'll get to where the raptors kind of seem like a Clash of the Titans type of thing. <laughs> but for the most part, it's practical effects, which yeah. is what I loved about the old Star Wars movies. Yeah. And that's the one thing J.J. did. where He, um, he fucked it all up. Well, no, and he that's why that... The Mandalorian is great, <laughs> no, J- because they went to goddamn desert, had everybody in costumes, <laughs> and, then d- and didn't well, add fucking... They... Stormtroopers riding fucking wampas <laughs> in the background. Did, George okay. Lucas is just like, oh, fuck it, let's just add it. The crystal foxes. Yeah. But, well, I God mean, J.J. Abrams did try to bring back the practical effects that were lacking in the prequels. Because remember, like, everything's a green screen. Like, yeah. there's, like, fighting on lava and shit. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, looking back, it's just, like, so stupid. I love you and McGregor so much. He's the only guy who tried but, it. God damn it. But... And- <laughs> yeah, we're fuck. getting way we're, off. We're base going on here. a lot of Star Wars here, but I just wanted to bring that up because you know Star- Lucas and Spielberg are like you know, they are buddies. friends, yeah. yeah. But like George, how did you fuck it up so badly from this? Yeah, I know. Like, well, that's the thing is, I the think effects in this movie are fucking phenomenal, and I think it's the fact that they chose how like, the right parts to put. Yeah, it exactly. In. Like the the T Rex in the scene with the kids in the car mm-hmm. is because it's animatronic it's fucking phenomenal it really and, but is. then like when you need it to like chase the the jeep yes. when they're taking Goldblum out it's like yo like this looks fucking great it, it really and did. then you think about it with the Indominus Rex in like Jurassic World mm-hmm. and it's like what are they even fucking doing that thing yeah. it, it just looks so out of place you know they should have done at least part and I don't know Partial if they did aff- I don't know if they did on the newer ones or if they just went strictly CGI but they should have at least tried animatronics bad man like i it think is. even the the pterodactyl that's in owen grady's face i think that's just he's just got like a puppet Probably. but like they just you know impose cgi over yeah. it there. so we're gonna play a game here bear Ooh. okay uh i'm gonna tell you what dinosaur and oh you're gonna tell God. me what animal noises they used <laughs> to combine and create the animal noises okay so the dilophosaurus which uh spits the venom at, oh, uh, at Newman. Oh, yes. Hello, Newman. Jerry. Hello, Jerry. <laughs> what do you think they used for the Dilophosaurus? Oh, God. Um, it's one, two, three, four different animals. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of what could even make those types of noises. Um, I feel like a wolverine. No. All right. Uh, Komodo dragon. Think... No, you're on the right track, kind of. Okay. You know when it opens its hood up? Yeah. What sound would you think about that? Oh, You just Jesus. watched it. Kevin, I... Rattlesnake. Am... Jesus Christ. But rattlesnake, howler monkey, hawks, and swans. What? They use the whooping swans, swan. when it, swan, when it's like running through the woods, like... Ew, ew, ew. 
mouth. Oh my god. <laughs> so <laughs> this is my favorite. The raptors. They used uh two, it looks like two animals I found here. I just think of its nail fucking like Yeah, doing Morse code on yeah, the tail. Seriously. They used a hit the hissing of an agitated goose <laughs> and young ah! young dolphins in heat. Stop. Not mature dolphins, young dolphins. <laughs> The ones that are young, dumb, and full Stop of chum. Stop it. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, the Brachiosaurus that sneezes on the kid. Yeah. Uh, a cow? I feel like that's donkey. a cow. Okay. Donkey calls penguins and whale songs. Okay. The combination, mm. I think, is what's killing me. Yeah, donkey and penguin. Like, you just don't think about that. No. Um, and whale sounds, you think of like white noise machines to put you to bed. Mm. Oh, also, another raptor noise. I left this one out. Tortoise sex. Remember that video of the turtle? That was Steven, like, I think we need to have a discussion, Steven. <laughs> yeah, he's like going through petting zoos. Seriously? Just <laughs> finding the these noises. Uh, and the T-Rex roar is a combination of... A lion? Uh, no, tiger. Uh, I was kind of close. It's a big cat. T-Rex is a combination of tiger, okay. dog, alligator, penguin... Alligators make noise other than hissing? Yes. Uh, penguin, which apparently... They, they had in high demand here. And the one, I think the last one you'll get, because it makes the noise when it bites the lawyer off the toilet. An it's elephant? A, it does a death to oh smoochy noise. Yeah, it's an elephant. That's a good movie, too. Oh, oh we'll get there. Trust me. <laughs> um, and another thing. Okay, so I'm going to go, I'm going to run down right now the cast. Okay. And then I also found, you know, I didn't list every name because if I did, there'd be like a million names here. Yeah. I listed ones that interested me of people who were considered or tested for the Ooh. part or even offered the part in some cases. Okay. So the full cast here, we got Alan Grant, Sam Neill. Yeah. Ellie, uh, Ellie Sattler, uh, Laura Dern. Mm-hmm. Ian Malcolm, Jeff Goldblum. God. Love him. He's a god. Love him. John Hammond is Richard Attenborough. Muldoon by Bob Peck. Yeah, he is like that. <laughs> and do you, you notice, like, at different parts in the movie, his accent comes and goes? Yes. Oh, I'm like Scrooge McDuck in this first line. <laughs> and then he's just like, hello, children. Like, yeah. Hello, children. Uh, Gennaro is Martin Ferraro. Henry Wu, B.D. Wong. Tim is Joseph Mazzello. Lex is Ariana Richards. Ar- um, Ray Arnold, Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> before he became, Please! Before he became a meme. Uh, Dennis Nedry by Wayne Knight, a.k.a. Newman. And Dodgson, a guy named Cameron Thor. Huh. I like that name. <laughs> but Cameron? Thor. Oh, Thor. Cameron well, of course, Thor. Thor. <laughs> so, for the role of Alan Grant, I'm going to throw out some names here and tell me if they would have been better or worse okay. than what we got. Harrison Ford. No. No, I think he would have been worse. Yeah. A guy who was offered the role but couldn't come to terms on salary, Kurt Russell. Really? Yes. I. That's real. I don't think I could see him giving the same performance as Sam Neill. Like, the intel. Okay, this is going to sound really No, bad. no, just say it. Like, Sam Neill has, like, this air of intelligence. Like, you could believe that he's yeah. an archaeologist. He's bookish enough. Yeah. To, like, yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, he's good looking, but he's not too good looking. He's, like, rugged. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where, I mean, Kurt Russell is also rugged, but I just. That hair, man. I couldn't get past <laughs> the hair. luscious hair. Yeah. Can you imagine it like, looking all blown out in the woods and shit? <laughs> Him and Jeff Goldblum would have like a fucking throwdown. Oh, Goldblum's hair in this movie is ridiculous. <sighs> it's like It's quasi-mullet, but not quite. Not yet. And it's then like, I... is it just long because it's curly? <laughs> or is it actually like he's trying to grow a mullet? It's beautiful. We'll never know. 
So the this one is hilarious because I think these are both horrible choices. <laughs> so the role of Muldoon, the game warden of yes. Jurassic Park. There's Let two. Go. I found two names. The first one is Bob Hoskins. Eddie Valentine from Roger Rabbit. Oh my he god. He played the Mario brother. Nope. Nope. <laughs> right? Am I wrong? Like that's nope. fucking horrible. Nope. And the second one Could is... you imagine like, yeah, we got him down here. Yeah. Come on now. Like, you I think can of... see you thinking. Smee from Hook. Like, you know what I mean? That's what I think of. Seriously. And the second one is even worse. Uh, actor named Jeffrey Jones. He was the father in Beetlejuice, the principal in Ferris Bueller. Oh my god, no. Awful. <laughs> no, right? Awful. When I saw those names, I was just dying. I love, I love like the Australian <laughs> outback dude that's just yeah. like, she, you can see her. She's thinking, figuring things out. <laughs> yeah, he's like so. And I'm like, I can't, I can't, Muldoon, I can't he's fucking qu- see Muldoon doing that. He's quietly intense. Yeah. So the role of Hammond was offered to none other than Sean Connery. I was going to say Danny DeVito. Oh, God, no. <laughs> he played, he played, he's dressed all in white. Like that. No, it's Sean Connery. Um, I think he might have been able he to. He might have been, he would have been able to pull it off. He's I a think. dude who has range. He does, but I also like, okay, so granted, this is 93 guys. So to me, the biggest actor in this at the time would have been Jeff Goldblum coming hot off the fly. Was but, the fly recent? I don't even... Wasn't that like 86 or That's something? what I mean. Well, like, that, well, oh, okay. Not oh, Laura Dern. hot off. Laura but. Dern was in Blue Velvet in like 86. But what I'm saying... I want to talk about like, Laura Dern, actually. Dude, her butt in this movie oh, is it's out all over. of this world. And I, <laughs> it's out of this okay. world. I got Okay, we'll talk about it now. So, I, I'm not saying this out of chauvinism or misogyny. I'm saying this as a guy who... Hollywood has sold sex mm-hmm. for its entire existence. Yeah. Laura Dern's not what I would call a sex symbol or a sexy woman. She doesn't exact. She's not she's the not first sexy. person that comes to mind when you're like a hot paleontologist. Yeah, she or yeah, she's not sexy. She's but attractive, in this movie, but she, she is. I don't think she's sexy. No, but it's a, like a rugged sexy. No, I wouldn't even go. It's that It's like far. calling Sam Neill rugged. Ruggedly he is rugged handsome. though. He's wearing like flannel and shit. Yeah, but so is she. She's wearing the same fucking outfit, just in shorts. <laughs> I know, but like, I. So when, okay. I, when I read the names of the women who are considered, okay. But for me, so here's the thing. I feel like Sean Connery would have been too out of place. Like that would have been too small of a role for him. Too, he's too big of a personality. Yes, yeah. but Laura. Okay, <laughs> so this is the part that sticks in my head when I was like, "Yo, Laura Dern's ass in this movie." <laughs> the shorts. It's like no, it was like the opening sequence when they're like, "Oh, the computer's up," and they're walking down the hill, and and he puts his hand on her ass <laughs> to walk her down, <laughs> and she's got like this jumpsuit on. I was like. Wow, she's got a really nice butt in that jumpsuit. She's wearing these mom jeans the whole thing, or yeah. mom shorts in the part. Well, that was the 90s. Yeah, and she's just I showing up. I coming back, too, so get ready. But think of her when I say these names. Okay. Now, one woman who was offered the role. Julia Rob, Roberts? Robin Wright. Princess oh, Buttercup. Princess I know who Robin Wright yeah. is. Wow. That, that could have gone a certain way. It could have, but I don't see hers like outdoorsy. I guess not. I don't know. I know. I'd... I couldn't see her getting Jenny. down in a jump of. <laughs> I don't know. Jenny was like in mud and shit. <laughs> yeah, but I couldn't see her getting down on a six foot pile of shit. That's true. Yeah, that's another thing. Once again, not sexy. <laughs> no. So other names uh, that were up: Bullock, Sandra Bullock, who is kind of. Plain. I could see her. Yeah, she... doing it because she's 
She's the one her. here. One who one actress who I don't even have anything against her as an actress, but as a as a personality, Gwyneth Paltrow. I good say it good. I really don't like Gwyneth Paltrow. I, I like her as in, an actress. Okay. Royal okay. Tenenbaums. <laughs> okay, we're gonna go back to the MCU, guys. Oh, oh I don't, okay. okay, I'm lost. No, here. she's Tony Stark's girlfriend, Pepper Potts. She's <laughs> Pepper, Pot- Pepper Potts. <laughs> okay, but she starts. You guys out- watch these movies. <laughs> She starts out as his assistant, okay? All right. And so she's in Iron Man 1, 2, 3. She's in a couple Avengers movies. All right. She's in a Spider-Man movie, okay? And spoiler alert, guys, Iron Man dies in the last Avengers movie. Oh, bummer. And then Spider-Man uh, 2 came out, and she's in Spider-Man 2. So she's literally, like, doing press. You have to listen, clarify when you say Spider-Man 2, because isn't there... Tom like... Holland, the uh, Homecoming. Okay. It's the newest Spider-Man. Not Toby. Not Toby. <laughs> okay. But, um, she, like, I literally watched an interview. She's doing press with the kid who plays Spider-Man. And, um, somebody asked her something about, um, either that movie or the Avengers movie. Which, again, she's been in, like, seven of them. And, um, she's like, oh, uh, I don't know. I wasn't in that. And the guy from Spider-Man's like, uh, yeah, you were in that movie. And she's like, was I? Like, you're that fucking vapid no, she's and, not, like, she's just, just there for a fucking paycheck. That's all it is, Just yeah. shove your fucking jade egg up your vagina and stay the fuck home and let them recast you pepper pots. That's, that's a real thing. That I know it is. <laughs> Go run goop and stay away from the MCU because you suck. Goop. <laughs> fucking hate Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, I don't like her too much. <laughs> and she's just so, like... And she named her kid Apple. Like, she did. <laughs> but she's just She so banged the like, guy from Coldplay. <laughs> Come on. Then divorced him. What's that about? She, they consciously parted ways. But the thing is, like, she's just so like, oh, Tony, she's don't like always do bo- that. She's always bored. Ugh, like, you I could see her, like, somebody would be yelling in her face and she'd be yeah. getting a manicure. Like, I feel like <laughs> she has no range. No, she doesn't. She's Margot Tannenbaum. Yeah, like, that's the most range she has ever shown on film, ever. I love that movie so much. But that's the only thing she's ever been good in. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I've seen a few things of hers, like... She, well, she, I don't she was like, in Shakespeare in Love, She was in Shakespeare in Love. Right? Love. Yeah. She was Oscar-nominated or whatever. I just, I don't really... You're about to pull a Roger Dobeck. I don't give a, a fuck. fuck. <laughs> just like so... I really don't. You like, hate I don't see anything of use in her. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. so I wish she was recast in Iron Man. Like, Who would you put in? Katie one. Holmes? I'd put no. in Katie Holmes. Katie Holmes over Maggie Gyllenhaal every every day. Oh, well, day. yeah, over Maggie Gyllenhaal. Well, I'm just saying. Oh, Katie no. Holmes was actually really good in the Batman Don't movie. come save me. Save him. Think about this. If it was like Katie Holmes today before Tom... like Because she left Tom Cruise eventually. She That's did. why she wasn't in The Dark Knight. And we got uh, stuck with Maggie Gyllenhaal because Tom Cruise was like, no, you can't be a bigger star than me. Uh, That's the rumor. you know. <laughs> but, that sucks. Tom yeah. Cruise, short man syndrome. Tom Cruise single-handedly has the only negative for The Dark Knight. Seriously. <laughs> when you think about it. So another name up, Julianne Moore, who went on to do the next oh, Jurassic like Park movie, mm-hmm. Maude Lebowski. Um, yeah, she's uh, <clears throat> Jeff Goldblum's paramour, yes. right? Oh, yeah. Uh, Helen Hunt. She was very who big is in the 90s. basically a... She looks like Laura Dern. She is Laura Dern, yeah. like in every way. <laughs> They're exchangeable. Like, interchangeable? She just... Interchangeable. interchangeable. She just did Twister, and it's the same thing. Yeah. Um, Terry Hatcher, which oh. is a weird casting. But see what I mean about... In this next one, you're going to see what I mean about the sex appeal. Elizabeth Hurley. 
Wow. Yeah, right? Like, her in those wow. shorts? Wow. <laughs> they wouldn't have been 90s mom jean shorts, but... <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah, so... I just think of her from, um... Is it Bedazzled or Bedazzled? Yeah, Bedazzled or with, yeah, uh, with Brendan, Brendan Fraser. Fraser. Yeah. I fucking love Brendan Fraser. We Who's all do. coming back? What do you mean he's coming he's, back? He's uh, he going to go? be in a new movie about a 600-pound gay man who leaves his family. Is he going to be 600 pounds? Yeah. Oh, this is going to be amazing. And he left his family <laughs> for his lover, but then his lover died, so he overeats and he gains all this weight, and he tries to reconnect with his 17-year-old daughter. It's based on a play, apparently. You know this sounds like a Nick Cage joint. Like it does, 100%. but it's going to be Brendan Fraser. Either way, I'm, Brendan Fraser is... I, I love Brendan Fraser. Yeah, he's great. Which more to come on that, guys. <laughs> Ooh, oh, she's dropping a bomb. Uh, the last name for Ellie, I want to say, <laughs> she tested. And you're not. I don't know if you're going to recognize recognize the actress's name. Sherilyn Finn? Yeah, any, did you ring no, a bell? No, who is that? She went on to play um, the mother of April on Gilmore Girls. Luke Dane's former. Uh, oh lawyer. my God! She's uh, the b- brown hair lady. Yeah, my yeah. mom. <laughs> fucking jumping the shark. <laughs> that goddamn show went down the tubes real quick. Oh, after April Nardini's the worst. <laughs> fucking ruined the show. And then a year in the life. When did you watch that? No, no, I didn't. Dude, they brought her back, and she's like, "I'm at Berkeley, and I oh, of am course protesting she's everything." And I, then she's like, "Rory, I smoked weed once," and it's like, "Why I, is she talking to?" Ro- oh, because they're stepsisters. Yeah, they're stepsisters. Kind of, sort oh, God, of. They're the way. fucking worst. It's really awful. Yeah, yeah. She's like got dreads and shit. She wears like a oh. beanie. It reminds me of, uh, of our cousins a, yeah. from the nineties. <laughs> oh yeah, when they were like kicking hacky sacks. And yeah. Shit. No, sneaking oh. off to fucking Woodstock. I was like watching TV the other day, flipping through channels, and an ad came on for a show on Fox. Um, son of Pro- oh, fuck, Prodigal Son or something. Oh like, yes. And I actually watched a couple episodes of that. A face flashed by, and I was like, wait. And I IMDb it. It's Lane. Lane is like still mm-hmm. acting. Kiko. I'm very happy to see that she's getting more. Yep. Um, so that is for Ellie. Now for Ian Malcolm. I'm going to throw these names out there and tell me if Nobody's going to be better than Goldblum. I'm going to save the one I think could be for last. First one I'm going to say is Bruce Campbell. No. No. I love, <laughs> I love Bruce Campbell no. and Evil Dead, but I couldn't see him reco- uh, like saying chaos theory to Laura Dern and making it sexy. This one is hilarious because it would be so bad. It would be a Razzie. Michael J. Fox. <laughs> <laughs> Am I so, wrong? So listen. Oh, no, don't, don't, don't. Oh, my God. Thank God we're visual. In, Thank God we're not visual. The imperfections in the skin. Oh, he was like that in Back to the Future. He was. He's jumpy. He is. And uh, so Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> His... Uh, Three men and a baby. Well, his partner in raising the baby, Ted Danson, <laughs> was up for the role. You know what, though? I do love Ted Danson. I, think da- I could oh. see him. You know what? What's the thing with Ted Danson? Because my my coworker the other day, he goes, my my wife doesn't really like older guys. She doesn't like like the old... Oh, I'm not saying I'm attracted to well, Ted no, Danson. Well, no, but apparently like Ted Danson, like 73-year-old liver-spotted Ted Danson, she's like, he's an attractive guy. He's I a think it's... Um, so he was just Because it was the good, the good place. place. Is that why? I think so, but also like <clears throat> I like his delivery because he's very, he's very dry, like in that as that character. So maybe that like reignited. You didn't like him as the fiery Sam Malone on Cheers. I never really watched Cheers. You never wouldn't. really got into it. You wouldn't. But um, yeah, no, I wouldn't because I was like, again, one when that came out. Um, all I know is that Ham. Uh, was the mailman. Cliff Clavin. Yeah, the guy from... <laughs> John Ratzenberg. voiced Ham from Toy Story. <laughs> there was a guy... Oh my god, we went on a bus trip to a Yankees game one time, and there was a guy in the back of the bus who sounded just like Ham, and he was hitting on women. 
Hey there, Lord, how you doing? Let's <laughs> <laughs> just die. Oh. Got my moving, buddy. Oh, he's such an So idiot. anyway, who's oh, next? Johnny Depp. Oh, no. Horrible choice. Terrible Awful. choice. That would have never, never worked. This last one, I think, would have been just as good. Michael Keaton. I think Keaton could have done They it. have similar deliveries yeah. to... And yeah. It, just imagine Keaton's eyebrows going while he's explaining chaos theory. Like, that oh, would have worked. Yeah. And then, like, if when the dinosaurs come in, he does the Beetlejuice voice. Come on! You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> that whole fucking thing. Would have been great. Dude. Okay. Yeah. I could see Keaton. He would have worked. I could All see in black. Keaton. Oh, yes. With his shirt open. Because <laughs> sure. I just think of him as... Um... This is po- Well, this would have been right after Batman Returns. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Bruce Wayne era. Yeah. Before he was on Frasier as Blaine Stoner. Because I, I can see... Like, the way that he interacts with, like, Selena Kyle. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how I see Goldblum interacting like with Like, darkly flirty. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yes, I could absolutely see Keaton uh, pulling it off. Also, I, I love Michael Keaton, so I may be a little biased with Never that Never made one. a bad movie. But That it... includes White Noise and Jack Frost. Great movies. <laughs> um, Birdman was pretty good, too. Birdman, Birdman should have won an Oscar. For the role of Lex, there was one name that interested me. Christina Ricci. Wednesday Adams. Really? Yes. Wait, for who? For the Lex. The, girl? the girl? Yeah. Huh. Because yeah, she would have been, yeah, she would have been 90s, like 13. Yeah. yeah. It's curious. She's a little, I feel like she's too dark. Yeah, I know, because like, like, that's all I think Casper, of. Yeah, like she was a pretty dark character. <laughs> yeah, like she's like morose. Yeah, like she's like basically Morticia Adams as a child. <laughs> Well, Which she, I could yeah. see if she was a little bit taller, I could see her playing Morticia Adams in a new in like a new like Adam's a reboot. Family. Yeah, I don't even know what she looks like. I mean, she's only like forty two. She like literally looks. Yeah, the same. she's a vampire. Yeah, she's like Johnny Depp. Her, well, no, he's aged. Her and Paul Rudd. I don't know what that man does, but he looks exactly the same as he does. He drinks, did in Clueless. Drinks the blood of the innocent. Seriously. And one last one we'll touch on here. There was rumors that Jam, James Cameron, um, of. Terminator, Titanic, Titanic yeah. Avatar was going to do Jurassic Park when it got sold to Spielberg from by uh, what was the guy's name Michael Crichton, the guy who wrote the book. Mm. Yeah, but um, like I guess James Cameron was going to do really nasty, kind of like Aliens with dinosaurs. Oh my god! And he had three guys here um, that he wanted to cast: Bill Paxton as Malcolm, of course, kind of, you know. I can see him more so as Dr. Grant, Bill Paxton. Oh, wait till we get to Grant. Oh, God. Charlton Heston as Hammond. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, Yeah. damn dirty dinosaurs. Okay. And then as Alan Grant, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I shut shit the you fuck not. Up. I shit you not. When I was reading it, that was the name that came up. Thank God Cameron didn't fuck this up. I think it would have been great. (laughs) Get to the chopper. He would have said, get to the chopper. Yeah, but then he would have been like, so, the raptor would (laughs) have... Cut you here and here. Because it would have come from the side, not the one you see. <laughs> He's like, like fucking with the kid. And yeah, it's funny now because like I was just... So you turned me on to the comedian Bill Burr. I did, yes. And I watched one of his stand-ups last fucking week. Fucking amazing. And it's the one where he talks about Arnold being like the American yeah. dream. And like that's all I get. He's like, this guy who can't even speak the language. Oh, like, oh, oh, I'm going to oh. marry a Kennedy. Oh. Like, and I just fucking die it. Yeah. It's so. true though. Bill Burr's fucking amazing. If you guys haven't listened to him or haven't seen any of his stand-up... Yeah, Mayor Bear's fucking, a big fan. and the Me and my is, husband fucking love him. I remember, like, I first learned about him in, like, oh. Well, he was on Chappelle's show. He was on Chappelle's show all the time. Yeah. I never, like, watched his stand-up or anything. I was just like, oh, that was the white guy on Chappelle's show. Yeah. But he is, The like, red-headed white yeah, guy. Yeah, he is, like, legitimately funny, though. He really is. 
Even his older stand-up, like, my husband loves, because he's, he's talking about, like, fr- how fragile mascul- male masculinity is, mm-hmm. and he's just like, you know, here we are, and I, I'm pissed off because my girl's making me take her to fucking Subway, <laughs> and, you know, we're fucking ordering a veggie sub, and then he's like, and then at the end, the guy goes, would you like a cookie with that? And he goes... Do you want a cookie with that? Do you want a cookie with that? Fuck you! I don't want a cookie. And he goes, you know what the worst fucking part is? I would have loved a cookie! <laughs> like, he's just like one of those angry comedians that just... He's like in the leery oh, Bill Hicks mold. Mm-hmm. mold, yeah. But no, him and Dave Chappelle are like buddies and they do shit together. Like Especially like during 2020 when all the stand-ups were outside. Mm-hmm. They would fucking go down to Texas and do them in drive-ins. Love Texas. And have like three shows a night. Like, and just fucking kill it. Well, up here in the Northeast, wasn't there, uh, in March, there was, like, a Jim Gaffigan thing? Yeah, he like had the a casino. Yeah, he had a stage at the casino, and mm-hmm. people pulled in, and it was just like... I would go see Bill Burr do that. Jim Gaffigan, like, hop hoggers. No, I don't, I don't Gaffigan, want to do that. I haven't watched Gaffigan. I used to love him. Yeah. I don't know what he's like, if he's done anything new or anything. I always like, confuse him and Philip Seymour Hoffman, but I know one of them is dead. Yeah, I was going to say, one did heroin. Yeah. <laughs> but they're both chubby, pale white men. Yeah, with, like, or weird, were, wispy with hair. With bad hair. Bad hair, yeah. Oh, hair. Philip Seymour Hoffman is <laughs> one of my favorite actors. R.I.P. But, but um, uh, yeah, that, I mean, anything you want to talk about uh, that, you know preamble here no dude i'm so ready to get into this though i like forgot like so guys we went to watch this and apparently netflix took it off in the new year so we had to scramble and then i found out that my husband had a four disc set (laughs) that had the first three movies which we don't even fuck with three um we watched two but we don't really fuck with three three's not um and then it had like jurassic world in it and i was like Oh, that must be where the random Jurassic World DVD that's sitting on the cat, like the fucking bookcase, that neither goes of you to, put to a place, right? You just left it there. Well, we couldn't find the case, so I was like, "That must be where it is." I go to open the DVD set; it's never been opened, and it still has the price tags on. I'm like, "You paid sixty fucking dollars, <laughs> and you never fucking touched He's this." He's a completionist. He goes, He's like, "Yeah, Mayor." And now you're going to use it. Aren't you happy I got it? I'm like, fuck <laughs> you. Oh, my God. Looks like it was worth it. Yeah, right? But I'm like, the fucking sensor is still on the outside cover they didn't hitting take that the off. DVD. Well, it's because it connects the DVD to the cover oh. so that you can't slide it out without, like, tripping so, it. So I'm like, Scott, what the fuck, dude? Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yes. And guess what? Hmm. There was a Jurassic World already in there because it's never been opened. So, so you guys just have copies. a spare one just laying yeah, around. Yeah, we have two copies of Jurassic World. Which, Don't know where the other DVD sleeve is. Jurassic World, while we're on the topic. Well, we, is, we like... No, no, no. I don't, I don't hate it. Yeah. But it's just basically the dinosaur version of A Force Awakens. Yeah, it's where a We're going to remake the first, the first movie and make you feel good. Yeah. And then we'll take it somewhere else, which happened to suck in the second movie. Yeah. Had it, it had promise, I thought. And then that little clone girl fucked everything. She she ruined the second world. Second one. Second one. That's that was what I mean. the second yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The third one's coming out... Well, it's like year, you had like no emotional connection oh, to, to no, anybody no. in that movie. Like, why would I care about? I was like, at least Claire. the first one. Like, oh yeah, like the two little kids, their parents, David Wallace <laughs> David divorcing Wallace. his mom. Yeah. Like, that's sad. I fucking feel bad for those kids. Then the second one, it's like, wait, Claire, you didn't give a shit about dinosaurs. Now you're act- yeah, now she's like, April Mardini. <laughs> yeah. You know, now you're an activist for them. And nobody really gives a shit about who. And then there's that skinny guy who kind of looks like your husband. 
Stop it. <laughs> when he had hair. My God, <laughs> fuck you. So, he still has hair. He's still, yeah, he's clinging, clinging to life. Um, <laughs> not all of us can have luscious locks like you, Kevin. I don't know. Not, no, I'm going to watch it. Anyway, yep, good boy. So that brings us to Jurassic Park. Before, though, Mary, why don't you tell everybody where they can find us? Because you can find us on Twitter, at Brosis Podcast. We uh, like to keep it funky fresh over there. We like to interact with you guys. So uh, go over and give us a follow. We like to post our favorite stuff and keep you updated on what's coming the next week also you can email us your feedback if you have a movie that you'd like to suggest that we're gonna watch one week let us know you can email us at bro or brother sister rewatch at gmail.com and you can find us on any podcasting app that you guys use whether that be apple podcast google podcast uh spotify anchor podbean wherever you listen to cast you can find us as well each and every Monday on the Ginny Position podcast feed, where Jennifer Smith and friends have a bunch of stuff out there. Freak Out Drive-In, Journey Through Infinity, Geek and Sassy, and so much more. You'll find Good it stuff. You'll find it all right there, so subscribe today to the Ginny Position podcast feed. So that brings us to the movie. Uh, Jurassic Park here. In the opening scene, we're in a jungle setting, and there's armed workers wearing Jurassic Park hard hats, mm-hmm. armed to the teeth, uh, as a container is lowered in on a forklift. And it's put up against a paddock, and we see Muldoon there, and looking like you know Outback Jack, with a big <laughs> fucking assault rifle. And they they put it right up against the paddock. A guy climbs up, lifts the gate, and we hear and kind of see. It's all like foggy, like through the the container. Mm-hmm. You see the raptor the point of view, yeah, yeah. And the raptor goes nuts and moves the container. The guy falls off. The raptor starts eating the guy alive. Basically, Yo, we don't see it. That, that's opening the, fucking scene. Yeah, the genius of it is that we don't see it. Mm-hmm. That's the best part. So you don't know it's a raptor. Yeah, and like they're all get jabbing in there with the tasers. Yeah, Muldoon's like shoot her. <laughs> and, shoot her. And as the guy's arm slips through his, he can't save him. The raptor gets the worker, and you hear <laughs> gunshots going off. So immediately we start off with fireworks. Mm-hmm. And like the best part is like everybody's so nervous as this thing's being loaded. Yeah. Like they know what's that's dangerous. Yeah, they know somebody's gonna get fucked up. Yep. If something goes wrong, it's done. And but the thing is, like, as they're shooting, like Muldoon looks in, you can see the raptor's eyes. And it's it's already you could just see its eyes and the skin around it. But it already looks so much more lifelike than anything you would expect. You know what I mean? Yeah. If we're an animal that no human being has ever laid eyes on, this yeah. is what they look like. Uh, so we we are now in a forest or a another jungle, and a man in a suit is being pulled in on a raft off of a dirty, muddy river. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's an it's an amber mine in the Dominican Republic. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lawyer is supposed to meet Hammond over twenty million dollar lawsuit over the worker death that we just witnessed. Yikes! And uh, he said the investors for his park are spooked. Uh, they have to do an inspection with experts and outside opinions to okay the safety. So that the insurance companies will back off, basically. And the guy who's running the dig... Sorry, but I... I okay. Yeah, I'm go ahead. sorry. No, please. If if my husband came home and said, Hey, Mayor, I got this great opportunity. I'm going to go work on a tropical island with dinosaurs. That sounds like his dream job. Honestly. It does. <laughs> but I would go, Well, honey, if you die, which is very likely to happen, you know, like... You better take out a good life insurance policy. I'm just shocked that but they didn't... But $20 million... I'm shocked they didn't have the guy sign waivers. That's what I, <laughs> you mean. Know what I mean. Like... Yeah. Like... <clears throat> I don't understand how somebody could actually be like, 
my husband had no idea the danger he was going <laughs> to be in. I I need $20 million for pain and suffering. I'm like, sure he was assured that everything would be okay because they spared no expense. <laughs> so Spared no expense. So he's talking to the guy who's running the dig at the uh, Amber Mine because uh, Hammond is supposed to be there with him. And he says that he got Ian Malcolm, but he's too trendy, to, in some people's <laughs> opinions. So he's trying to get Alan Grant. And uh, the guy says, oh, you're, that's going to be tough. Grant's a digger, like mm-hmm. me. And he holds up the amber with the mosquito in it, oh. we see. Now, this is all, like, these first three, four scenes are all There's no like, explanation. No, it's just ten minutes of boom, yeah. boom, 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 plot point thrown yeah. right at you. But it all works. Genius. So we're at a dig site. No fluff. No, it's there's, just... oh, yeah, there, there's no bullshit. Uh, they're at a dig site in Montana Badlands, and uh, we see people sweeping off raptor fossils, skeleton. Mm-hmm. It, they're not skeletons, right? It's fossils. Yeah, the fossils. And uh, doctors Grant and Sattler are there, mm-hmm. and they're going to go try. They're going to use the computer to image, get images. Yeah, it's kind of like a uh, ultrasound of the ground. I can't think of the word sonar. Uh, ultrasound sounds about right. Yeah, so they said they're shooting radiation into the ground. Is that what it was? I think that's what he said, at least. I don't know. All I know is they put, like, a shotgun shell in and, like, on a jackhammer. Yeah. <laughs> like, you shoot it into the ground and then... I assume in 1993 this was huge. Well, I... I love how the guy was like, these new programs are incredible, as <laughs> it looks like a tape that's, like, got tracking on it. <laughs> oh, I'm like, God, yeah. Yikes. And we yep. immediately get to learn who Grant is, but he says, I hate computers. <laughs> like, almost like he's Clint Eastwood. And this is when Lord Dern's fantastic ass is showcased. <laughs> General Hodo. In jump, in what, is his, what was her name in Star Wars? Hodo? Yeah, something, or something like, like that. that. I thought she was. I, that, I think I'm the rare person who not only liked episode eight. But no, I actually enjoyed I her, her role in it. Yeah, I liked her because she had to do what she had to do, and then she was the Poe's captain a and went down with her ship. Bo- Poe's a dick. Yeah. She put him in his place, as and he didn't be. like it. I fucking hate Meh. that. So um, they, anyway. they're using all the technology and imaging, and the one guy says, "We won't ever, we won't even have to dig anymore." Eventually, <laughs> you know, and Grant's just like, "Whoa, what's the fun? fun? Yeah, what's that about?" And he says they may be, you know, Grant's like going through the picture they have of this. Because he's like comparing, like saying, like, oh, they could have turned into birds and, and everybody. More Appar- birds than lizards. Apparently, there's a a group of onlookers who are just like groupies for. I, I don't know if they're students. Students, maybe. I don't know, like because it was a very vast array of uh, like, like age wise, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's mullets. <laughs> yeah, but he's just like, oh well, look, the pelvis is reversed, like it is with a bird, and, and hollow bone structure yeah. and shit. Like he's pointing out, and, if, and then the ugliest fucking kid I ever saw <laughs> pipes up talking about that sounds like a big turkey, six foot turkey, and he looks like fucking Spanky from the Little Rascals. Oh my God. Like this kid is like sixty well, like, years out of place. Who the fuck, like? Ooh. He's being babysat, I guess. <laughs> Why is this kid at a dig site? In he's the middle like of 10. like the badlands. Yeah, he's ten, and yeah. he's a douche. And Grant like shows him up and shoves his shit in, explaining what raptors would do to him yeah. with a claw. And well, how he would... has like a six-inch raptor yeah. claw, and how they would like disembowel him with a coordinated <laughs> attack and then from eat all sides. Him while he's still alive, and he also drops this pearl of wisdom: vision isn't based on movement like the T Rex. Mm-hmm. So uh, that'll come in play. Uh, Ellie and Alan now are walking away, and they're talking about kids because Grant doesn't want. Apparently, they're lovers. 
I guess is the whole thing. Even though the age difference seems <laughs> kind of striking, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, if they're the both thing is, working on this dig for an extended period of time, what's your dating plan? And they have similar interests. The thing that blows my mind is, like, Laura Derns is, like, in her mid-twenties here, yeah. but she could pass for, like, 42. Like, right? she, she has this strange physical ability to be anywhere from 20 to 45. <laughs> it, it's, like, it's like bizarre. <laughs> Am I wrong? No, you're right, dude. So, you're right. Um... They're walking, talking about kids and that. Grant doesn't want them. And a helicopter shows up, covering up the dig. There's dirt blowing everywhere. Yeah. Grant's all pissed off and finds the guy in the trailer. Mm-hmm. And uh, he is introduced to John Hammond, who... His benefactor. Yeah, exactly. $50,000 a year. And he pops open fucking champagne. and I love Laura Dern. She's like, who's the idiot? Yeah, who's the jerk? And he's like, oh... oh Dr. Hammond, yeah. Mr. Hammond. And he basically says that he wants to invite them to his park as outside opinions. Um, like consultants, Consultants really. to get his park off the ground. And they're like, well, like, why us? Like, we're just, like, paleobotanists and paleontologists. And he's like, no, it's right up your alley. Trust me. And You'll he, see. And You'll he, see. He said, I spared no expense. And th- <laughs> he's also very Scottish here. Yes. <laughs> I spared no expense. And what he does is he uh, offers them three more years of research funding. So they, Which they jump at, oh, because apparently it's a very difficult to uh, get oh, funding to dig in the Montana Badlands. Oh, I, it really is. Like, you need people like that. And, mm-hmm. like, there are people like that. You know, there's rich people out there who want to see good things happen. Mm-hmm. So With know, their names tied to it. Well, you name a building after me. Yep. So a man is getting out of a car in San Jose, Costa Rica now. We are just jumping from continent to continent. I love it. And uh, Nedry, we see Dennis Nedry sitting at a table at, like, this bistro i don't know what would you call it like this a cafe a cafe like you hear mariachi music yeah. going and he's in a hawaiian shirt and zuba pants <laughs> which is just hilarious and he flags down dodgson dodgson who is wearing these like khaki shorts like up to his nipples they're so high like he wears them as high as chuck norris and walker texas oh, ranger stop. he's got a polo tucked in he's got like this straw hat on I, I could just imagine him with like the white sunblock on his nose oh totally like this hat is like something a guy in a ska band would wear <laughs> you know what i mean and um he sits down with this massive briefcase and gives seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars to nedry and he says fifty thousand dollars for each uh, viable embryo that you get of all 15 species off the island mm-hmm. and transport them in the... He has a doctored shaving cream can. A Barbasol can. Which, oh, yo, shave product, Barbasol. product placement oh. right there. How much do you think Barbasol paid for that? I still use it to this day. <laughs> and uh, he, he said there's enough coolant in there for 36 hours. Nedry says, 7 p.m. the next night on the docks, I'll get it to your guy there on the boat. Um, then he says that Dodgson's company could catch up on years of research... And that's when he gets the check, and he just stares at Dodson. He said, don't get cheap on me now. That was Hammond's mistake. <sighs> so there's, like, all this exposition happening. Like yep. I said, this is 15 minutes. And we're getting all these characters introdu- introduced. A lot. And we're getting motiva- motivations from all of them. Yeah. Hammond wants this. The lawyer needs this. Uh, fucking Grant, and- Grant doesn't want kids. He doesn't want kids, but, they but want he wants funding. three years funding. Yeah, and, like, Nedry's getting money. And this other guy from a rival company wants dinosaur embryos. Like, it's all... Tying together, like, immediately. Together. Uh, so we are in a helicopter next uh, with the six people. It's Gennaro, the lawyer. Hammond. Hammond, Ian Grant. Malcolm, uh, Sadler, and Grant. I guess that's only five. I don't know why I said six. The pilot. 
Oh, okay. Well, that's what... Actually, I looked up who the pilot of the helicopter was. <laughs> it, do you, you know Indiana Jones, right? Yeah. You know in the first movie when he's running from the tribe of Native Americans? Yeah. When they're not... What, the Hovitos. Um, and there's the guy who's like fishing on like the yeah. biplane. That's Jock. He's the flyer of the <laughs> helicopter. The weird things you learn. Yo, so, Steve and George were very oh, close. Oh, so much incest. Very close. So much <laughs> artistic incest. But um, they're all flying... I'm gonna, okay, you know when the so Ian Malcolm when the helicopter lands, I got I'm gonna yeah. go off on a tangent. Okay, but yeah, Malcolm's all in black, Hammond's all in white. So obviously we've got good and evil here, mm-hmm. or just forced dyads. Contrast. <laughs> yes, and um, Malcolm's this cocky rock star like guy. Hammond already hates him. You could tell he's just like shut the fuck up. Yeah, you asshole. But he's so swoon worthy in the '90s. Oh yeah, yeah. Jeff Goldblum. Well, there, oh, there's one point where he says something to Ellie about chaos theory or something, and she doesn't. Or he's like, "Oh, you dig up dinosaurs?" Yeah, and like Grant's just like, "Yeah." And I swear to God, for five seconds, Goldblum goes, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> he just does this like ridiculous like giggle. I don't know how to describe it. He's like chewing gum, going, "Yeah." <laughs> it's so insane. I love Jeff Goldblum, but um, the, he's like explain trying to he's. Flirting with Ellie, basically. Oh, yeah, hard. Uh, so they arrive at the island. There's turbulence as the helicopter is going down. Mm-hmm. And Grant has a seatbelt. With two... Two female parts. Yeah. Which, foreshadowing, am I wrong? <laughs> and he and as life finds a way, he ties it together yeah. and makes it work. Uh, the, it lands down. They got jeeps waiting for them to take them away. And um, this scene always reminds me. that it, It's weird how... A scene in a movie could remind you of something from years and years ago, just like a moment in time. Okay. So this, the helipad, mm-hmm. was a major part of the Jurassic Park video game for oh. Super Nintendo. That was like a scene in the game. Okay. And all I could think of, the only re- memories I have, I don't know if you will because you're young, I remember playing that game at our cousin's house on Friday nights. Friday nights, the cousins, the aunts and uncles, like our grandparents, like we had like these family get-togethers. Yeah. And we would watch like Urkel. And TGIF. Yeah, TGIF. Yeah, and we would play, like, video games and that at the cousin's house mm-hmm. and shit like that. I all, When I think of Jurassic Park, I always think early 90s, TGIF, I'm eating salt and vinegar chicks, chips, chicks, salt and vinegar chips, watching Balky and, and uh, what the fuck's the other guy's name on Perfect Strangers? No, Bronson Pinchot. But, yeah, like, when I think of this scene, I think of the Jurassic Park video game, and it takes me on to another tangent, to another okay. period in time. Wow. I'm sorry, I'm just rambling. No, that's, I mean, that's your memories tied to the movie. As Oh, God. As they're driving, Hammond is grilled by Gennaro to see if everything is in place. You know, if not, the investors will shut it all down. Yeah. And Hammond says, in 48 hours, I'll accept your apology, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> so, uh, the jeeps stop off in a field, and Grant, Malcolm, and Ellie... We all see their reactions to seeing dinosaurs for the first time. Dude, it, it's so a, beautiful. It is. and like It's like a pure moment where they're all just like <laughs> literally speechless. Like Grant is like a five-year-old who gets to sit on Santa's lap. Yeah. Like it's like that kind of wonder and awe. Yeah. And he's just like, oh my God. And, you know, they all see different, like Grant has like childlike wonderment. Malcolm is just like. You did it, you son of a bitch. This is crazy. Yeah, this <laughs> is nuts. did it. Yeah, and then, you know, the lawyer just sees dollar signs. Yeah. Yeah. So they all get something different out of it. Hammond is just like, welcome to Jurassic Park. He's all geeked <laughs> and shit. And then he tells them that he they have a T-Rex. I, I lo- 
You have a T-Rex. We have a T-Rex. We have a T-Rex. He's like so giddy. And, we uh, clocked it at 32 miles per hour. <laughs> they're all happy. And Grant is like freaking out because they're moving in herds. Yeah, they're moving in herds. They're moving in herds. They really move in herds. It's all the like herb of herbivores, <laughs> too. Yes. It's not like, you know, there's it's no like... the like, brontosaurus. Yeah, the brontosauruses and galapasauruses and all, all that all other shit. All the fun things. So they arrive at the visitor center. And Hammond is, like, so proud of everything. He's, like, showing off, like, there's this big lobby with these dinosaur skeletons and shit and mm-hmm. banners hanging in that. And, you know, uh, Laura Dern asks Grant what, she, what he thinks about it. He's like, I think we're out of a job. To which Goldblum says, you mean extinct? <laughs> oh. Oh. So, um... They I'm go- surprised he didn't, like, move his glasses up and down while he said it. <laughs> like, did, like, did the arm behind the ear, like, <laughs> oh, like you mean extinct? Like Jan from yeah. Greece. <laughs> so, stupid. so they go on to this ride, basically, where they're in, like, this mini amphitheater, and mm-hmm. a screen comes on. And this is the exposition of the movie, essentially. Well, d- Explaining they, how I the mean, dinosaurs are oh, made. Oh, yeah, sorry. Mr. Go DNA ahead, yeah. and all that. Yeah. It's explaining how they... Mosquitoes... Bit dinosaur or drank the blood of dinosaurs. Got stuck in sap, which became yeah. amber. They found it. They, they would had extract partial DNA. Yeah. yeah, they would extract the DNA. They'd find dinosaur DNA, and using geneticists and technology, they would use frog DNA to splice in to fill up gaps in the DNA code. Mm-hmm. And boom, you got a dinosaur. Yeah, <laughs> and I did love the uh, southern accent. Yeah, Mister Mister got a dinosaur. DNA all comes He's from Texas. He's even got like buck teeth, doesn't he? Oh, hey, you're dirty. Ding a dang do. So the tour, like, it, all of a sudden they get the lap bars come down. Yeah. Like they're on like uh, this, you know, roller coaster or yeah. some fucking thing. And it spins around. There's windows. They can see into the lab and everything. Like a real life lab. It's This is not uh, Spaceship Earth, guys. Down what's, in Disney. What's that? Uh, it's the big Epcot ball. Where, the big like, ball? Yeah. Our brother likes that place, right? Loves you it. You guys have gone there, right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so um, <laughs> at this point, they see the people in the lab. And Gennaro goes, is this... Auto erotica. He can't like, come up with the term. <laughs> this is my favorite line in the movie. And um, you know, Hammond says, "No, we don't have any animatronics. It's all real here." <laughs> and so, like, the doctors want to see everything, mm-hmm. so they just like break the lap bars. Right? They run off the ride, <laughs> and they like storm into the lab. As they enter the lab, there's an announcement that the boat is leaving soon for people to go to the mainland. Yeah. Um, they meet Henry Wu. Uh, Doctor Wu. God, for, you know, he's been in the last two Jurassic World yes, movies. He has. He's made a career out of this. Yes, he has. Uh, and the, a raptor egg is hatching. So Grant is like fascinated. Well, a uh, dinosaur egg. They don't know oh, it's a raptor true. yet. It's it's just hatching, and Grant is fascinated watching it. They're all like surrounding it, and Hammond is like a mother hen. He's just like, oh, come on. He's like yeah. helping it and out. He's and like, shit. they bond with the first person they see. Yeah. He's like, he really is their mommy. Yeah. So, uh, Who's Wu, your mommy? <laughs> Wu starts talking about how there's no breeding on Jurassic Park because... They're all female. Yeah, Malcolm is just like, oh, well, like, are they out there, like, breeding? You're not just making them here. He's like, oh, no. How we... do you, what do you go around, looking up their skirts? <laughs> He's like, no, we, <laughs> we engineered them all to be female so that can't, they cannot breed out in the wild. Yeah. And Malcolm isn't convinced as Wu describes the entire process about how they... they they deny, deny them, them a, that's a the chromosome at a certain or an level. an enzyme or something yeah. that doesn't allow them to have the male gene. Yeah. And Malcolm goes on the this monologue about, you know... Life will not be contained. And, and yeah, he's going... On, it breaks through barriers, breaks through walls, life. And then he, he just goes, there it is. And they're all just looking at him. And he goes, life uh, finds a way. Yes, it does. And, you know, Wu tells Grant 
that it's a velociraptor. And that's when Grant seems concerned it's by like the whole you thing. you bred raptors? Yeah, he's just like, oh, oh, oh fuck. Uh, so they go outside to the rap- raptor paddock, which we saw before <laughs> in the first scene. Yep. And uh, they're dropping in a bull to yeah. feed to the fucking thing. Full-size live bull. And everyone is mesmerized as, like, you know, you hear, yeah. like, all the fucking noises of, like, tearing this cow apart. And Muldoon enters. Terrifying. Oh, you don't is. even see anything. It's terrifying. No blood. No. Uh, Muldoon enters, and he says, they should all be destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Hammond introduces him as our game warden and resident alarmist. And so Muldoon's talking to Grant about their lethality, like how lethal, lethal they are. They're lethal at eight months. Their intelligence, how they try, <laughs> they test the electric fence for weaknesses systematically. They never hit the same place twice. <laughs> They're testing it systematically. He's like, he knows. He's the just 60 like. Miles per, they can run 60 miles per hour. Cheetah speed. they got out in the open. And he's just like telling them all about it. He's just like, these things are fucking bad news, man. They remember. They remember. Yeah, he's got his hat on. Oh, he's so great. I fucking love him yeah. so much. Like, he's this money. whole thing, he's just like, yo, these guys are bad motherfuckers. Yeah. This is why we feed them this way because and, they were fucking with us. And as he and they, he said that the big girl, yeah. the big mama, we had eight. She, she killed like five of the other ones. There's only two yeah. left with her. And like as he's like going on talking about all this destruction and death, Hammond is like trying to change the subject. He's to like, lunch. so lunch, right? Yeah, we have Chilean, Chilean sea bass <laughs> with a white zinfandel. <laughs> so we go. They're having lunch, and Tam- Hammond is all excited. They, again, they spared no expense mm-hmm. on this. And all Gennaro's thinking about is... The, the How much dom- they can charge. Yeah, like the money they're going to make on this. Malcolm is terrified by the arrogance of the project. Yeah. He's playing... You know, you're playing God with no discipline. Your scientists didn't have to work for any of it. Yeah. Preoccupied with whether or not they could, and they didn't think if they should. <laughs> which is awesome. Uh, okay. He's the killer so, in this But one. I use this quote for so many other things. Do you use like, that work? Um, not at work so much. More so when they come out with new foods. Like when it's like... Like grapples. Well, no. <laughs> Do you ever have one of them? No. Oh, they're gross. No, I was going to say like when Oreo's like, and now we have a new flavor oh, and it's like... Lemon. Yeah, it's like oh. lemon or mint chocolate chip or... Toothpaste. Like some bullshit <laughs> flavor. And I'm like, your scientists were so concerned with yeah. if they could that they didn't stop to think if they should. What other shit can we shove in the sandwich Seriously? cookie? So, it's gross. Ellie, it's getting gross at this point. It, like we're gonna have toothpaste sandwiches. It's well, I love my husband said this once. Um, because I, our one friend works at the company that or like for Oreos, and so he always he works gets, at like, Nabisco. He works at Mondelez, which owns oh, Nabisco. Gotcha, okay. But he always gets like the samples of oh. the new Oreos that are coming out. And he was telling us about this one. I forget what it was, but it was like ridiculous. And my husband goes. How fat do we have to be as a society that we have to make snacks that taste like other snacks? <laughs> he goes, well, what the fuck is wrong with I, us? See, I don't even know. Do they have like pumpkin flavored ones? They have pumpkin flavor. Oh, God. It was like some kind of candy flavor. I think it was Sour Patch Kids. Ew, Chips on Ahoy. a cookie? Chips Ahoy with Sour Patch Kids. <sighs> and that's when my husband's like, what the fuck is wrong with us that we have to make san- like cook or we have to make snacks that taste like other snacks? Really pissed off keto Scott. Yeah, right? <laughs> he well, was just like, it's fucking disgusting. My friend got the Sour Patch Kids breakfast cereal. Oh, can you imagine like putting milk? Because no. like I asked him like the day after he tried it, I was like, how was it? He's like, not good. <laughs> Do not recommend. Yeah, you don't put sour and dairy together. That's just a bad look. Uh, yeah, it's probably a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> so. 
Anyway. So your chunky lemon milk. (laughs) So uh, Ellie also thinks it's dangerous. She goes through her thing. And Grant seems, like, lost. He's, like, kind of mesmerized. He's, like, in a trance because of everything that's happening around him. But he also knows, like, nah, man, this shit's dangerous. But, like, Ellie's like, you have poisonous plants in here (laughs) that you picked because they were nice. But, like... They could kill you. Yeah. And but that's the thing Grant says there's no way anybody can know what to expect. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like he drop the hammer, but he's yeah, just like, he's just like, Yo, wild like let's not be stupid here, you know. Like um, they will defend themselves if they need to. They don't know what century they're in. <laughs> Hammond is all incredulous that only the blood sucking lawyer is on his yes. side. But then the chef Alejandro comes in and whispers <laughs> in his ear and Hammond perks up and he says they're here. He's all <laughs> the target happy. audience. Yes, the target the target audience as they go down into the lobby. And his grandkids tackle him down. Grandpa! Yeah. And of course, Who have no trace of an accent whatsoever. Oh, no, no. They're like just straight up American. But so, they're like, hey, our grandpa's a bajillionaire who's growing <laughs> dinosaurs. They're hilarious. Like, like I don't know. Like, maybe this is how kids dressed in the 90s and I just forget. I mean, I had Zubaz and like. You also had a rat tail. Let's not No, forget. I did not. I don't remember a rat tail. I think you I had the mushroom our, cut. You and our cousin both had rat tails. I had a mushroom cut. I know that. I know at one point I had my initials in the back of my head, like ice from Hocus Pocus. Oh my god! <laughs> Told you to call me ice anymore. I'm not Ernie. <laughs> so, um, Grant anyway. is like irked by the kids, but Ellie's just like, "Oh my god, children!" You know all that yeah. shit. Uh, so my womb is aching. Okay, Ew. aching, <laughs> glowing or something. So uh, automated cars arrive in front because, of course, they spared no expense. They're on a track. And uh, Lex is going through. Lex is the female granddaughter. Mm-hmm. Going through, uh, <laughs> she's like, "Oh my god, it even has a CD CD-ROM." When she says interactive <laughs> CD-ROM, I fucking lose it because I'm like, Ew. they probably thought this was so state of the art, and like now it's just like, God, I played like Barry Sanders razzle dazzle football on my PC. Also, in can I just say that I tried to watch this on my new laptop? Computers don't come with CD-ROMs anymore. They don't? Like, no. Wait, my lap. Yeah, well, I have one right here. No, I, I don't. don't. Yes, no, I do. You don't. I don't know if I do. But like it's I fun. went to like I went my to like do the alive. side and I was like, oh my god, I don't have a CD drive in my computer. <laughs> I had to pull out my old ass laptop that I oh, got that like one. The one's my sophomore pounds? year of high of uh, college, and I'm like, the big bitch. Ooh, I gotta start this motherfucker up because my <laughs> DVD player is not set up yet. So it took my computer literally like 45 minutes to like boot up so oh, that really? I could watch the movie. Oh, God. I'm so sorry you went through this. <laughs> it's okay. And you, of course, you it's worth a it. $60 movie. It's worth so, it. Um, yeah, it's finally getting used, so, so it's worth it. Malcolm wants to ride with Ellie. Tim is following Alan all around. Mm-hmm. He's a super fan talking about Grant's theories. It's so cute. Wants to ride with him. Lex said Ellie should... Ellie told her to ride with him because it would be good for him. <laughs> like This is like shenanigans. So, uh, in the control room, uh, Muldoon is tracking a storm. Ray Arnold, Samuel L. Jackson, starts the tour. Hold on to your butts, he Smoking says. those cigs. He is a chain, chain smoker. Chain smoking making, like a mother. Making John Wayne look like an altar boy Dude, in you this can movie. tell that this was the 90s because he was allowed to smoke inside, too. <sighs> Just puff it. Uh, the kids and, and Gennaro are in one car and the three doctors are in another. They enter through the King Kong doors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, of the park and Hammond, you know, says we got the voice of Richard Kiley. We spared no expense. <laughs> He's so fucking proud. He really is. Do you know, do you know who Richard Kiley is? Uh, isn't that the guy who does um, the houses like celebrity? No, that's Robin Leach. Oh. <laughs> He's dead. No, Richard Kiley was like a Tony Award winning like stage actor back oh, in the day. Okay. He did some movies too, but he's like known you know, for stage yeah. acting. Kind of oh. like that dude from that episode of Frasier. You know, <laughs> the posers. You know, yes. I don't know. 
So the first dinosaur they go to is the Dilophosaurus. And it's a no-show. Yep, not there. As we hear the the dubbing in the back, you know, it spits venom at its prey and, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. So the control room now, Arnold is going over issues. Uh, they have like 150 things that have gone wrong today because they have all the major problems of a zoo and an amusement park. Yeah. Uh, Hammond is up Nedry's ass about getting everything <laughs> online better. And he slacks off and bitches. It becomes a bitch fest about money Dude. and paying and... You know, it ends with, like, a sarcastic thanks, Dad. I was going to say, Nedry is his son, right? No, no, not... No, I don't think so, no. No? No, no, no. I think he's just a guy who is a good code worker. Oh, okay, because I was going to say, he totally fucked his niece and nephew here. No, 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 he's not really his son, no. Okay. So the two... I mean, they look similar. They're both, like, Glasses and portly. (laughs) They're both portly. I can't believe that we both just used the term portly within a second of each other. Hey, Jerry. Uh, The T-Rex pen is next. It's another no-show. They send up a goat through the ground. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They have, like, this special area. Yeah. Uh, to but Grant's like, he doesn't want to be fed. He wants to he hunt. He wants to hunt. And Lex is offended because she's a vegetarian. And nothing yeah. happens for a while. And they move on. So Malcolm gets into a camera in the car. Uh, you are going to have dinosaurs on your dinosaur tour, right? And he's like, he's like net tapping on the camera being a dick. So they're, they're driving in... Malcolm's laying on real thick oh, with the God, chaos yeah. theory and like hitting on Ellie and everything. And they see, like, a jeep out off the road. So, like, they all jump out. Yeah. And go after it. The ride gets stopped. Again, just like the ride for the DNA ride. They break their shit and they just go out. They just run out. And everyone goes to a sick triceratops out in the the, uh, wild. Wild. Uh, Nedry has the cameras on the dock in the embryo storage. He's Mm -hmm. watching to, you know, for his big plan. Uh, Everyone is in awe of the triceratops, the... There's a uh, doctor, a veterinarian of dinosaurs, I guess. I guess. He's an expert in undiscovered dinosaurs. Uh, he explains, like, the symptoms with Ellie, and they're going over trying to find what's wrong with That's it. That's a big pile of shit. That's what we see as she goes <laughs> digging through a giant, massive... I don't even know. It's, like, eight feet tall. Yeah, it's Like, there's it's no way it shits that human. much, right? Like, Jeff Goldblum is literally 6'5", and it's almost as tall as And him. it's all, like, loose. Mm-hmm. Like, it's there's no logs. It's just a pile of shit. Yeah. But, I I mean, I think that's how, like, elephants shit. But the Triceratops isn't that tall, is it? Like, it would be sitting, it would be like Randy Marsh spiraling up on the fucking turd, you know what I mean? It's that much. Uh, So, in the control room, they have to cancel the tour because of the storm that's coming. Yep. And Arnold announces for everyone in the Jurassic Park to leave for the boats uh, to get to mainland. They're going to run a skeleton crew on Mm -hmm. uh, on the tour. Uh, that's when we get the one big pile of ship shit as she's elbow deep. Uh, then we uh, the storm is about to hit. Ellie says she'll stay with the doctor. Mm-hmm. He'll drop her off in his jeep before he hits the boat. And uh, you know the, the, the rest ones, of them pile into yeah. the cars, the automated cars, and drive back. Nedry, <laughs> Nedry needs to hurry to the boat. So um, Hammond is disappointed about the tour. And that's when Nedry's like, oh, I'm going to like refresh some of the sy- systems. Some of them are going to go down for like 20 minutes. But I'm just going to run to the vending machines. I'll be back. And uh, it's giving him time to get the embryos, basically. Shutting yeah. down the system, like the security. So mm-hmm. that he could sneak in and steal them. So he can get his cool $1.5 million. Uh-huh. Uh, now Malcolm and Al- Alan are in the car going. And <laughs> he's always on the lookout for a future ex-Mrs. Malcolm. Uh, <laughs> he's got three kids. Yeah, that that's what we learned, but we only ever see one in the yeah. movie. 
So with the system down, Nedry goes in, starts taking out the embryos, storing them in the Barbasol can. Uh, Malcolm asks about Ellie, and Grant puts a stop to it. She's like, no, she's with We're me. We're together. Yeah, 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 I'm banging her, you know. Uh, Arnold sees the fences are failing around the park, and that's when we see Nedry just driving a Jeep through the park just to get to the boat as oh fast God. as he can because it's time-sensitive with the embryos, you know. He's a very... Uh bloated man oh he's so fat here and like i see him nowadays he's like lost so much weight yeah but he is like seriously like 350 pounds he's like bloated sweatpants like swollen (laughs) he's so big and um like to the point where he's driving the jeep and his arms are above his like (laughs) above his like cheekbones because he's so chunky it's like a bear in a clown car yeah but, like, it, the rain is, like, I've never seen so much water in my life. Well, it's a tropical storm. Yeah, it's a just, tropical island. It's just pouring. He's trying to drive through it. was like that in it. the Philippines, dude. Well, I wasn't Shit over there. You down. were. Shit comes down. Hard. Yeah? How oh, hard? Yeah. Very hard. Very hard. Like that. <laughs> shit gets just fucking flows You're, like, don't even know what to do. You're just like, oh, I've seen <laughs> shit that'll turn you white yeah, seriously. and turn into Winston. There's a lot of fucking rain that comes down over there. You don't know, you don't know how there's even an island left. <laughs> no. So Arnold goes to his desk, Nedry's desk, to try and solve the issues. <laughs> He's like, look at this fucking work. Yeah, there's like garbage, like candy wrappers all over the place. And he says, that, you know, the raptor fences are still up. Thank uh, God. Yeah, that's the only one, though. The other dinosaur fences are all out. And the cars are stopped. Uh, so Nedry can't see. And uh, he destroys the sign that tells him which direction to go because he just plows through it. So then he gets back in. He's going to try and figure it mm-hmm. out. I love how he's like wiping the inside of his glasses. Oh, his like, glasses. Like if I was wearing these glasses yeah. that I'm wearing tonight, I would be freaking the fuck out. Same. I can't even wear these fucking COVID masks right. around. It's just like fucking <laughs> pain in the ass. So uh, Arnold can't get into his computer and the phones are all out too. Um, he's like access mainframe. Access mainframe. Access mainframe. Uh, uh, and then uh. His head comes up on the computer and Nedry's head. You didn't say the magic word. <laughs> Please! That's, I think that might be one of my husband's favorite parts. Because every time That's... like I do something, like I'll do something to like purposely get him agitated a little bit. And he'll just, like to make me laugh, then he'll just go, Please! <laughs> he just, that, that's like the Mace Windu coming yeah. out of him right there. So uh, the vehicles are stopped at the T-Rex pen. And the kids are dicking around in the car. Tim has night vision goggles out of, like, mm-hmm. some trunk or something. And the fucking... Gennaro, like, fucking... He's like, where'd you get those? In the truck? They're expensive. Yeah, put them put back. Them back. He's like, doesn't want any... Such a dick. No shenanigans. So, that we get the iconic sound. See that water? And the water, cu- the water in the cup with the little ripple in the middle. An impact tremor, as we uh, hear... And Tim uses the goggles, and he sees that the goat is gone from gone. the pen. And they're all kind of looking, and the tops of the car are clear. It's like glass. Yeah. And the lamb leg just ends up smacking on there. Oh and God. everyone's like, <gasps> and that's when we see the T-Rex for the first time, as it like chows down on the goat and looks right at the car. And that's when Gennaro freaks out and runs through the rain to a bathroom that's right on the side. Leaving there. two small children on their own. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And Malcolm and Grant are look up and they see the wires, the electrical wires uh, on the fence snap and they fall off. And they watch as the T Rex exits the paddock and mm-hmm. it's like kind of walking around. And Grant's like, "Don't move a muscle." Yeah. He warns him about the movement, like mm-hmm. it's yeah. You know. So Lex gets a flashlight. Tim slams the door that he left open, oh. and like the T Rex 
kind of you know goes down, and the flashlight shines inside. This effect is awesome, dude. It's so fucking cool. The way its pupils dilate yeah. and shit. Yeah, it's awesome. And you know, how like how did they do that? And then George Lucas fucked up <laughs> Star Wars so badly. How? This, well, I think this the the head in this scene is all animatronic. It has to be. And but that pupil is fucking yeah. insane. This thing is so lifelike. It's <sighs> unbelievable the amount of work that they must have put into this T-Rex. Because it is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And then we get the roar. And it attacks the car through the roof. Mm-hmm. And like the the kids are only holding this one pane of glass. This is fucking terrifying. Yeah. Because like the way it's filmed, and you see inside the dinosaur's mouth, and it's, it's fucking going through. <laughs> it's trying to eat these fucking kids. It's fucking and intense. And there's one piece of glass between them and fucking like seven Death. inch teeth. Yeah, it's it's fucking awesome. And you know, it topples the car over, and it's like it starts stepping on it and eating like the. Tires and shit, yeah. yeah. So Grant grabs a flare as the T-Rex crushes the truck into the mud. Yeah, because the kids will suffocate. Yeah, it's sinking down. And, you know, he he lights the flare, he goes out, and he's waving it in front of him back and forth so that the dinosaur focuses on the flare, Mm -hmm. so on movement, and then he throws the flare, it goes to follow the flare. Mm -hmm. Then Malcolm comes out with a flare, hey, hey, and he starts running. Gotta be a goddamn hero. As he's running, he throws the flare, and then he's just like, oh, I'm still running, and it's it follows him to the bathroom. It co- blows this building up. The building collapses. Gone. Uh, fucking Jeff Goldblum gets buried under debris. And all that's left is Gennaro sitting on a toilet. <laughs> and the T-Rex looks at him. And then we get the... Do the death to Smoochie-san. The... <laughs> pretty much like that. And it just fucking picks him up yeah. and just destroys it. No, Six- one fucking bite. Six-year-old me dropped nuggets in my pants. <laughs> Holy shit. Was not expecting it. No, you don't. Okay, so like the opening scene, like you knew the guy died, but you didn't like. You didn't see it. See it. Yeah. And then when that T Rex just picks him up, like, and it's just like the goat. He it, just like. Yeah, it's ragdolling him, just like yeah. all around and it's shit. Like you're just like, oh fuck, these things are serious. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Oh shit. So Grant is at the car helping the kids like free, and Timmy's he, stuck. Yeah, Timmy's under there. He pulls Lex out. She starts screaming. He covers her mouth. The T-Rex is, like, breathing on them. It's right there. It blows his fucking hat off of (laughs) his head. It's standing there. And um, he says, don't move. And the T-Rex doesn't notice them. And then it starts, like, moving the car around with its Mm -hmm. snout. And they're following the car around till they get pinned up against the paddock wall. Now, this is a bone of contention, I think, for people who have seen this movie, that this is where the T-Rex just came out of, Mm -hmm. and now there's a 100-foot fall. Yeah. However, I did go online and find schematics of oh Jurassic God. Park and how there is like a ravine to the side, like because of what it was doing to the car, it moved it further along up the road oh, where there was like a drop off. Okay. Yeah. Because this is a bone of contention for people. It I is. know that. But Well, um, and I was saying the same thing. I'm like, how tall is, like, I get that the T-Rex is very tall, but like. Bitch, it's not like it had its arms like on the wall so that it could bring its leg (laughs) up over. Climbing out of a pool, right? (laughs) But um, so Alan and Lex, so they don't get pinned up against the wall. Jump up on top of it. They grab the again. The T Rex not seeing this. Yeah, exactly. Because it's too busy fucking up the truck. And they grab the dead wires that are Mm -hmm. hanging that are not live now. And they're trying to repel down. They're climbing down. And uh, they go over and grab another one as. The dinosaur pushes the truck down with him yeah. in it, and it flies into a fucking tree. And it gets stuck in the tree, 
and you know, you get a you know, it's, yeah. I am the greatest. <laughs> the dinosaur just <laughs> celebrating, you know. Uh, back in the control Fuck room. that car up, right up. Oh yeah, he's just, like fucking celebrating. <laughs> so the control room, they realize they can't get through uh, Nedry's bullshit. So Hammond sends Muldoon out to get the grandkids, and Ellie's there now, and she tags along. Mm-hmm. Arnold says, without Dennis Nedry, he can't get the park back online. Oh, that's fucked up. That's when we see the Jeep racing through, like, mud and yeah. fucking... Like, oh, fly, he's flying down, and then he just goes through a, another sign, down an embankment, through a fence, and he gets stuck. So Nedry gets out... <laughs> He slips. He's like on this waterfall. Yeah. He slips. We get a slide whistle and he falls. <laughs> Just like, he's like, hey, this guy's fat. <laughs> like, it's, it's funny watching fat people fall. Yeah, it, it's so ridiculous. So, um, he feel like he's getting the winch off the front of the Jeep. Mm-hmm. He's going to take it down because the road's at the bottom. He's going to tie it around a tree at the bottom, get him out of there, go on the road, and hopefully get the boat. So, as he's like doing all this, he feels like he's being followed by something. And we see a dinosaur, this little cutosaurus. So cute! <laughs> it's adorable. And, um, it and comes it's like out... doing the dog thing, like, twi- t- yeah, like it... tilting its head to the side. Oh, totally. And like, it's it's maybe three and a half feet, four feet tall. Yeah, it's, it's a not smaller tall. dinosaur. Yeah. And he like throws a stick. He's just like, hey, I'll go fetch. Yeah. No wonder you're extinct. <laughs> and he, he's just like, I'm going to come back down here and run over you. Yeah, like he's a dick. So it comes up behind him and he turns around again and it spits venom in his eye the neck hood comes up yeah it yeah. fucking spits the black venom in his face you had a dinosaur action like a l- little rubber one yeah. yeah i had one just like that it's it fucking terrifying awesome. oh yeah it was night and i fuel. think you would always like go after our younger siblings like oh, like yeah. hissing at them and shit with well, that, it to terrify them <laughs> when it comes to toys like that i had the uh, staff from jafar uh-huh. when i was a kid from aladdin i had this little that golden cobra <laughs> <laughs> that thing was fucking awesome. Um, so he tries climbing back up. He turns around again, gets another one in the eyes, runs into the Jeep, smacks his head, falls down. The can of Barbasol is, flies out. This is all like a comedy of errors. It really is. <laughs> it, it reminds me of something like Laurel and Hardy, like physical comedy. Oh, yeah. He's just like slipping all over oh the place. Oh, my God. The fucking Barbasol falls down and gets covered in mud at the bottom of the hill. Mm-hmm. And then he gets up after a second. He gets in the Jeep, shuts the door. And it's there waiting for him with yeah. the toad out. <laughs> and it just fucking devours him in the car. And what's, this is the first dinosaur they were supposed to see, right? Um, yes, the Dilophosaurus. They, yeah, yeah, Dilophosaurus. This was the first one. Did I just... Re- oh, I ran through this one. Sweet deal. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it devours him in the car. And I'm like, well, good for you, Newman. No blood there. Yeah, no. It, well, all you see is his hand. It's like uh, Titanic with yeah. Jack and Rose. You see his hand go across uh, the windshield. Because I, I would paint him like a French girl. <laughs> So, uh, Grant puts Lex in a drainage pipe at the bottom mm-hmm. where they were. Which, this girl is fucking traumatized. She's like, he left us. You're going to leave us. Yeah, oh, like, yeah. I'm not going she's to. She's got, like, shell shock. Yeah, she does. She's like, he left us. He left us alone. <laughs> so, he puts her in a drainage pipe, and he says that, you know, he's going to go climb up in the tree and get Tim. So, he climbs. These trees are, like, something out of, like, fucking Harry Potter or something. Yeah, like they're that. prehistoric. I know. Like, it's just awesome to see. They look yeah. like, uh crazy bread or like <laughs> what do they call it monkey bread yes. yeah that's what they that's what they all look like they have like a lot of knots on them and yeah. shit so he's like climbing up it and he reaches the truck and tim's like scared shitless he threw up on himself i, feel so bad. I threw up that's okay i won't tell anybody <laughs> yeah. so he reaches in to help tim out but as he does he turns the steering wheel so the wheels on the jeep which are up against a branch 
turn, mm-hmm. the, it becomes unstable. Yeah, things start to get a little wonky. So they they come out and they begin their descent. And as soon as they do, the car starts moving. Mm-hmm. And it starts following following them down the tree. So it becomes a race to the bottom mm-hmm. here so they don't get crushed by this tree. However, why don't they just climb to the other side? Go to the Great side question, and let it pass them. Because there's no fucking suspense in that, Kevin. I think... I swear to God, there's a scene from a Mystery Science Theater movie called Time Chasers. I think Spielberg stole this scene from it. Because they <laughs> crash a plane into a tree, and it's a scene just like this. Really? I shit you not, yes. Huh. But um, they begin the descent. They get to the bottom as it collapses, and then it falls down, And like, but they get trapped underneath like the trunk. Mm-hmm. But, and he's just like, we're back in the car. <laughs> so uh, Ellie and Muldoon arrive on the scene of the T-Rex paddock. And they find Malcolm, who has a, applied a tourniquet. I guess uh, that one. That was a weird thing. I don't. I don't even know why they bothered including that. To be completely honest, I don't know because he has a tourniquet on his to leg. Show that he's smart enough. Where would he have gotten it from? You know what I mean? Like he didn't take it out of yeah, the car. You're right. And he's just still laying there. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's under. Unless all unless she put it on. Am I thinking of something else? No, because they find him and he has it on. Right? They move all the leaves. I, I didn't. Anyway, they find Malcolm, who's still alive, and what's left of Gennaro. And they see, like, they're looking around for Alan and the kids, and Ellie sees the Jeep down below. So they Mm -hmm. go down to it, and they find the footprint, so they know they're still alive, that they got away. Um, Malcolm is sitting alone in the Jeep, and he hears the... Well, he sees the puddle of the big... uh, Yeah, it's a footprint. T-Rex footprint. And it's got water in it from the storm, and it's got the ripples in it. And he's like, oh, God, oh, God. But I love how he's talking to himself yet again. Oh, yeah. Is anybody else hearing this? We need to get out of here. Is anybody else? <laughs> he's, like, monologuing Yeah. <laughs> and his shirt is strategically half open. Oh, it gets better. Oh, so, I know. So uh, they get back just in time as the T-Rex just, like, comes out of the woods. Like, Roar! Yeah. It's coming after him. And, like, they get the big chase here where the T-Rex almost gets them. And uh, Jeff Goldblum sits on the stick. But they get away, they like hit a tree, and they get away, eventually. Mm-hmm. They outrun the T-Rex. You got a picture there? Um, well, I, I have a picture for later. Okay. You know, I know what one it is. So the kids and Grant now are walking to safety. They're, they're away from like all that shit now. And they climb up a tree for safety, and like the kids are, want to sleep in that. Mm-hmm. So as they're up there, they see these brachiosauruses. Like, there's all out there doing the whale. They're mm-hmm. communicating, singing to each other. Girl's terrified. Oh, she hates them. She calls them monsters. Grant is, like, calling with them. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, the kids snuggle up with him, and he promises that he'll protect them if anything happens. What a good dad material guy. He is, man. I, Alan Grant, motherfucker. <laughs> so, Ellie and Hammond are in the visitor center by the gift shop, which... From what I understand, is all legitimate merchandise from this Already. movie. Yeah, yeah, it's ready. They, uh, that was the thing I forgot to mention in the beginning. A thousand individual pieces of merchandise were made for this. Really? Movie. Yes, to be sold for this movie. Yes. Jesus. So, could you imagine how much one of those pieces is worth today? Um, a scene, like a, an original, an original from the movie. Oh god, like an original Jurassic Park. That's lunchbox. what I mean, like from the movie. One That'd of the pieces awesome. in, the, in the gift store from like the, this movie. They have like the stuffed animals and yeah. shit. I would have loved like a stuffed like Stegosaurus. So, um, Ellie and Hammond are eating ice cream before it melts because yeah. there's no power and the freezers are out. And um, well, they were supposed to have an ice cream party when they got back from the. That's right. 
So Hammond, Hammond is worried about the kids. He talks about his origins running a flea circus back in the day because he's a fucking carny. Yeah, he is. So, uh, his Scottish his accent is now gone but comes back as it goes on. It's like in and out. It's so bizarre. He's like, one minute he's Scrooge Sean McDuck. Sean Connery would have never allowed that well, to happen. It's like one minute he's Scrooge McDuck, the next he's Wilbur from Mr. Ed. Like, it's fucking <laughs> insane. So, um... He wanted to do something that wasn't an illusion like the flea circus. He mm-hmm. wanted to do something special. And he's too proud to admit that he fa- failed, basically. But what's crazy to me is that a man who ran a flea circus has enough money to fund yeah. fucking paleontologist digs, buy an island. He owns engine. Like, a, yeah, and create fucking dinosaurs. Dude invested wise. Apparently. He must, he's Warren Buffett's brother, I think, apparently. I think he got in early on Apple or something. <laughs> so... Ellie tells him that he doesn't have control of the park and it's a force of nature and he, you know he fucked it's got a up. Got mind of its own, man. Yeah, and she says that at least the ice cream's good. <laughs> and now for the first time he says it, but he's not. There's no pride anymore. He's like spared no expense. Yeah, it's, it's ice cream. It's the best ice cream you can buy yeah, in Costa Rica. Is, this was made by Himalayan vir- virgins. <laughs> yeah, some shit. Um, so it's morning now, and the brachiosaurs are eating from the tree that Lex and Tim and Grant are sleeping in. And Grant's like feeding it. He's yeah. like a kid in a candy shop. He, he really fucking loves is. it. Yeah. He's like, well, these are the nice guys, so I'll fuck with them. <laughs> His childlike wonderment is like so endearing. Yeah. And him and Tim are like petting it. And as Lex tries to do it. Well, he's like, think of them as like a big cat or a big cow. A big cow. And as she goes to pet it, it sneezes. Oh. Can you imagine like the viscous fluid Dude. that they Ugh. spewed on this no. poor girl? <laughs> um, Could you imagine like, they're just like, oh, and you're going to be covered in dinosaur snot. She's like. Oh, that's going to be CGI'd, right? Like, <laughs> oh, we're no. spending budget on that. It's going to be hot, too. No, it's you're going to get gross. slimed, <laughs> it's essentially. Gonna, it's going to be warm and oh, disgusting. God. So they continue walking. We find out Lex is a computer hacker who spends all her time playing on computers. Convenient. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grant finds eggs. And that becomes a whole thing where he goes, they use frog DNA. So certain frogs in all in female yeah. environments can change sex and that. And uh, to reproduce. Malcolm was right. <laughs> Life found a way. <laughs> and uh, sexy Goldblum is what we get here. As we go to the, uh, the the visitor center, the control room. There it is. Oh, God, that fucking gif of Sam Neill, like, on the Triceratops. But when put, he's listening to it breathing, yeah. but it's on Malcolm. So we get sexy Goldblum in the control room as Hammond says they have to shut down to have everything come back online. Muldoon brings up the Lycian contingency, contingency which they don't, the dinosaurs don't produce it naturally. It's an amino acid. I think that's necessary for and, life. Yeah. But if they stop giving it to them, they'll die. They'll go into a coma and yeah. die. Uh, Arnold shuts it all down, basically, because Hammond won't do that. So they shut all the elect- like the breakers down and everything. There's no power on the island. And the system- Hammond's like, people are dying. <laughs> so the system comes back. They need to reset the circuit breakers in the maintenance shed a few minutes away. So H- Hammond, Hammond says, we're going to go to the emergency bunker-, bunker. Mr. Arnold says, like, oh, I'll just run over there. I'll just take a few minutes and we'll do this. And we'll get it over with. Uh, so now Grant and the kids are in a field. As a herd of Gallimimus? Tim, sure. said, Tim <laughs> said the word and I was too lazy to look it up. <sighs> Gallimimus. Uh, they're basically giant ostriches. Dinosaur ostriches. Yeah. Um, they come their way. They run from them. This is a weak CGI, I think, in yeah. the movie, especially when they're jumping. I, I think what's hard is like the amount. Yeah, there's the a, sheer yeah. amount. It's of a them. whole herd of these fucking. Yeah, men. 
And um, where they're like, yeah, Steve, you can't spend that much on animatronics for one shot. <laughs> yeah, it's one well, scene. This, dude. from what I said, from what I read, this scene was actually filmed months later because of that hurricane that Kathleen Kennedy saved the day for. Mm-hmm. They had to go back the three of them like months later after the shoot to go back and refill really? just this one scene. Huh. So they hide behind a down tree, and a T Rex comes out and starts snaps one up, and Grant is just like loving watching. He's like, look at him, eat him. Oh my god, it's that beautiful. natural. Oh god, it's so, so natural. It's beautiful. So they like but eventually the three of them sneak off to safety. Um in the bunker, the emergency bunker, Ellie is worried that something is wrong because mm-hmm. they haven't heard from Arnold. Her and Muldoon go out now and he arms himself for like fucking, you know, he's got He this... looks like uh oh uh, what is what is the one Sylvester Rambo. Rambo. Oh yeah, it's he just looks big like gun. Rambo. Big fucking gun. And uh Hammond gets out the blueprints and schematics to and give you know, they share walkie-talkies. Mm-hmm. And he's going to, like, lead them through the shed so that they can get to the breakers. Um, as they go out, they see that the raptors have broken free because that one went down when they shut it down. And they're smart. Mm-hmm. They are working things out. Clever girl. <laughs> so they spot the shed, but Muldoon says they're being hunted. Mm-hmm. The raptors are after him. He could see the one in front of them. And he tells her to run. So she, like, books it, fucking jumping over shit. She does, like, a gymnast thing across a branch. <laughs> she fucking flies across. She makes it. But she can't find Mr. Arnold in the shed. Mm-hmm. Hammond is like trying to walk her through it in like his own like hey, I'm a doddering old man way, you know. Uh, Grant and the kids come to a fence that they must scale, mm-hmm. and there's no power, so like he fakes being shocked, <laughs> and the kids are like freaked out. But um, which uh, okay, I have a question. At this point, it's yeah. not raining for them. It's not raining. The storm is over. The storm okay. was over the previous night because okay. they were waiting in the car. Remember? Well, that's yeah. I was like confused. I was like, I couldn't remember if it was still raining for Laura Dern, like for Elle or not. But okay. No, 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 no. She's fine. Okay. Sorry. So, go on. Um. Oh yeah. So they hear a roar and they begin climbing the fence. Hell yeah. Uh, Ellie is led by Malcolm now as he takes the walkie-talkie from Hammond, and um, he he's like getting her to. Uh, to find the fucking circuit yeah, breaker and shit. Yeah, he's guiding her. Yeah, uh, she finds the box as they make it, as the three, the two kids and Grant make it to the other side of this big, you know, electrical. It's like fence. a hundred foot tall fence. Yeah, and they're like going back and forth between her doing the power and turning it on. She's and doing like the breakers, one breaker at a and time, and they're climbing and making it through. And Lex and Grant get to the bottom, and a warning siren starts going off like the fence is going to be coming on yeah so like get the fuck back they're trying to get tim to jump down and he's like scared and eventually she hits the breaker and fucking tim fucking flies off grant catches him does cpr brings him back to life it's fucking madness there's just madness in this movie so um maybe they're not above scaring you by killing a little kid i really thought like three times in this movie right. that a kid was going to die the first time i saw it i was like they're gonna kill the kid they're gonna he's gonna fucking die um the, he's too into it so ellie is all like jacked up and a raptor like blows through the circuit yeah. box like it's stuck in the wires and the pipes and shit <laughs> and it's trying to get to her and um <laughs> it's fucking scary actually it like really when you're not is. expecting it it kind of like comes out of nowhere yeah so um she like gets through a fence and she like locks it in this fenced in area and then she backs up against the wall and an arm comes out it's ray arnold's arm it's just his arm because the raptor fucking tore him apart god uh so she runs and she ends up locking the raptor in the bunker mm-hmm. so now one we down s- we see muldoon <laughs> lining up his shot uh he's 
aiming at the raptor. It's just standing like 20 yeah. feet ahead of him, silently, not moving. Yeah. And he's getting the shot. And then a raptor comes through from his flank. And he just looks and goes, clever girl. Yep. And the thing fucking attacks it. And this is another practical effect. This isn't CGI. There's like a guy in a raptor suit fucking attacking him. Yeah. And the way they stage with the leaves. So you're like, you don't see everything, but you know what's happening. You like, know what's going down. It's just great filmmaking. Yeah. Like, it really is. And um, it's just nuts. Yeah. So uh, Grant does the CPR. He brings Tim back. And Grant and the kids make it to the visitor center. And he has them stay in the restaurant portion where they were eating the ice cream. And the kids, like, go ham. They find all these fucking well, they're desserts. they're hungry as fuck. Oh, yeah. They just want the desserts. So, Ellie... They didn't have the Chilean sea bass from the day before. <laughs> That's true. They just showed up. They haven't eaten it. They made it, maybe ate a leaf or something. Maybe. So, Grant goes outside to find Ellie. And she's running up. And she's, like, limping. She's like, run! Run! <laughs> she's, like, terrified. And, you know, they embrace and everything. Now, as the kids are eating, they're all happy and fed and shit. And... Lex looks up and she has jello on a spoon and it starts shaking like uncontrollably. <laughs> and we see the shadow of a raptor on the wall. Uh, but did you notice that the mural is raptors? Oh, the yeah. The mural yeah. on the wall? They matched them up. So they the kids run to the kitchen and hide. The raptor. Dude, this scene gave an entire generation anxiety. Oh, this I swear to God, the suspense. <laughs> That—that's what this movie all comes down to. Yeah, is suspense. It keeps you engrossed because, like I said, there's every 15... time you think that they're safe, they're oh, not. No. Like the raptors, not open fucking doors. Yep. You know, and fifteen minutes of dinosaurs on screen for a two-hour movie, and they just build the suspense. <sighs> this is just perfect filmmaking because they get you characters who you. You care. You're invested in like Because yeah. that's the first thing they did was they, sh- in 15 minutes, you got everybody thrown at you. And so you have a connection to every character yep. in the film. You know what's coming. You know what they, who they are, what they do and everything. You know what's coming. Yeah. And just building up the suspense, like, will they die? You saw Muldoon yeah. just get chewed up. You saw Ray Arnold die. Nedry die. The guy in the beginning. People are dying. Yeah. You know, Gennaro getting eaten off the toilet. So it's just like... Well, if they're going to kill all these people off, why wouldn't they kill a Jeff Goldblum, yeah. you know? So, it's just great filmmaking. But they run to the kitchen. The kids are, like, hiding. And it's just rows and rows of, like, stainless steel. Yeah. And um, they're hiding at the end, and the raptors enter. And this is the one part where the raptors look like... They look like Medusa in Clash of the Titans, like in the 80s version, you a know what I mean? Bit. Like, a they kind of have that, that stop-motion kind of yeah. look to them. But I, don't lo- look- I still love how they're still doing the... Oh yeah, they Morse code. That's how they they it's communicate. Fucking amazing. There's so many details. Like the attention to detail in this movie, yeah. and in in this, like even them breathing on the kitchen window. Oh yeah, in this kitchen, <sighs> coming up in the kitchen here, there is a scene that is just so they paid so much attention, and it, it's just perfect. So uh, in the bunker, Grant gets a gun. He's like there now, and mm-hmm. it's him, Hammond, Goldblum, and Ellie. Um, we see the kids crawling around through tables. Mm-hmm. Lex uses a label ladle, like tapping on the ground to get their attention. Mm-hmm. The raptor runs out. So she, Tim, Tim is like, they're sniffing him out. Mm-hmm. And she hits the floor with the ladle. And the one raptor goes. And you see her, it looks like a dumbwaiter. Mm-hmm. She's getting in at the end. And the raptor's running at it. You're like, oh my God, she's going to shut it. They're going to kill a kid. It's yeah, going to fucking happen. Gonna fucking kill and her. it's actually her reflection from the other side. It just fucking <laughs> does a header into a stove. It's fucking awesome. It really is. So Tim runs into the freezer. This is what I love. Mm-hmm. He runs into the freezer and there's just ice and like slush. It's all melted because the power went out. Yeah. 
and the raptor chases him in there. It slips, fucking crashes into a <laughs> shelf. Tim goes, he shuts the door, locks the fucker in there. It's just like that attention to detail where like you could conceivably have something like that yeah, happen. Because the raptors never experienced ice. Yeah, they don't know what that shit is. And they're just sliding on slush. Like, that's fucking great. They don't have... They never, like, especially raptors, like, of this kind, like, they were in, like, desert, like, they had the they Utah were, raptors and shit like yeah. that. And, you know, maybe in Central Asia they had snow or something like that. But, like, the, you know, like, especially in their life here. Like, yeah, it's not like that's island just, in Costa Rica. That's just historical, you know. But, yeah, it's just great shit. Mm-hmm. And um, they run out and they, as they're running out, the one who's, like, shaking the cobwebs yeah. off and running into the stove is, like, watching them leave. So they meet Grant and Ellie and they rush to the control room. This whole last, like, 20 minutes is, like, nonstop. Yeah, it really just is. It's just action Fucking packed. dinosaurs. So, uh, once they arrive, a raptor tries getting in. And Ellie and Grant have to, like, brace the door to keep it out. And, you know, Lex is on the computer trying to reboot the system so that they can lock the doors. Because she's a computer whiz. Exactly. That's convenient. So, <laughs> eventually it does. They lock the door. They're all good. Grant calls Hammond, tells them they're okay. Mm-hmm. Get, a, get the chopper! You know, just... <laughs> get to the chopper! So then, like, a raptor bursts through a window. The fucking gunshots go off. And, like, Hammond, I don't know what... Dude. He, like, yells, don't. or What does he yell? He's like, I, don't! Sh-. Like, I'm a f- I don't know if he doesn't want them to shoot the raptor or if he's scared for his grandkids. Like, it's it's kind of... It's a toss-up with vague. him. Right, yeah. Because, like, they were like, well, we'll just let the lysine thing kill him. And he's like, no! Yeah, he wants to protect them. Just shut the park down. He wants to protect them. Yeah. So... Grant calls Ham, or, um, excuse me, they climb into the ceiling. Yes. And the four of them are, like, going through, like, through the ceiling. Yeah, and that. And, like, a raptor jumps up. Lex hangs on by a fingernail. It almost grabs her. They pull her up Dude. through the ceiling tiles. These fucking raptors are, like, They don't give amazing. up. They're very, they're athletes. They really so, are. Uh, they reach the end, and it's like, um... A fucking vent like Clark Griswold looks out of in the attic, and they get to it, and they get onto the scaffolding that is around the lobby, which isn't finished yet. Yeah, and um, there's raptors there waiting, so they jump onto the hanging dinosaur T-Rex. skeletons, yeah. and like one gets the rib cage, one is on the head and shit like that, and eventually they all fall down. They all fall yeah. down. So they're all on the floor, and um, they're all kind of, like the four of them are kind of like resigned to their fate. They're like, oh god, they're surrounded the raptors by raptors. Are get us. There's what you know, they're on all sides. And then the fucking T Rex comes in, just fucking bite it kills a raptor, the other one attacks it, kills that. They run out. Uh, fucking Hammond and uh, Malcolm pull up in the Jeep, they all jump in. They're like, let's get the fuck <laughs> out of here. They ride to the helipad and escape on the helicopter, and like the T Rex just does its like triumphant, like, I am the greatest. It does it again. <laughs> and um as it's got like the fucking Jurassic Park banner oh, yeah, floating down. Oh yeah, flies down. down. It's like the greatest show on earth or oh whatever. Oh god. And as they're riding the helicopter out, Ellie is all smiles because Grant is like napping with the kids. Yeah. He has his arm around them. Oh, it just took several near-death experiences <laughs> for him to fall in love with some kids. <laughs> yeah. And they watch pelicans fly over the water on their way out and everything. And you know, that's the end of the movie. It's good shit. A fucking roller coaster, This dude. movie is so awesome. I don't, like... You know what I think is the most shocking part to me? Hmm. Is the fact... That was made in 1993. Well, aside, was better than some of today's movies. Aside from the technological marvels <laughs> and the storytelling beats and the narrative, like... And, the, like, the thing... The, the fact character that, developed, the plot. The fact that it's scientifically, like... 
What's, what's the word Mythbusters use? Plausible. Plausible, <laughs> it's yeah. It's kind of plausible. Um, the it's a one, little bit of a stretch, but it's kind of plausible. Yeah. The one thing that stands out most to me is the kids. Because there's not often that you... Like, I go back to uh, Anakin Skywalker mm. in The Phantom Menace. Whee! Yeah. Yippee! Like God. it's tough to get kids in like a blockbuster like this, yeah. And like they deliver, have like, them match the adults in them. I almost don't even think of the them as kids in this no. movie. Like that's the thing is like they do such a great. Their job. acting chops are fucking up. Yeah, to snuff, like dude. these two kids like are awesome. Like they yeah. don't even make you think like oh there's a kid in this scene. Yeah. Oh I don't I don't believe it. Like they act like how kids would act in these yeah. situations. It's really fucking good. And, like, everybody performs great. There's, like, so many memorable lines and yeah. moments, whether it's shirtless Goldblum, you know. Life uh, finds a way. Finds a way. Or, you know, is that auto-erotica? <laughs> I don't know. Why. That's my favorite thing. But, like, clever girl. There's, oh, yeah. There's somebody clever at my gym girl. who drives a Jeep. They have a yellow fucking uh, license Some, plate uh, on the front of their car. And it's just... A raptor and it's just clever girl. Just yeah. like yeah, it, it, this is an enduring piece of pop culture. Shooter, please. It's such an enduring piece of pop culture. It got two Absolutely. more sequels and a reboot. Yeah, with I guess the guy most people would consider to be the Chris top Pratt. top five male actor at leading man right now. I mean, at least top five Chris's. Why would? I don't There's know Chris Hemsworth, Chris Pine, Chris Evans. I don't know Chris any. Pratt. There's I, a lot of Chris's. I don't know any of that. A lot I, of what, oh, and The Rock, of course. Well, that's Dwayne. Dwayne. Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. But like this movie, like going back and it watching stands it stands the test of time. Oh man. my god, it really does. Like, and that's the thing is like, if, it, and it's not something that if you bring it up, somebody's like, "That's a kids' movie." Oh no. No, like you bring it up, and everybody's like, "Yo, that was fucking legit." It's legit. Was it not. Yeah, it's a great movie. Yeah. It's awesome. It definitely has stood the test of time. Adults and children like enjoy it. Well, I children would, these this like kids today, years, I think, could watch it and still old. be amazed. Eight years old. Eight years old, not by would. I wouldn't show it to a six-year-old. Oh no, 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 yeah, no! Yeah. When Maybe I say children, I don't mean small children. No, no. Uncle Rick is psychotic. <laughs> well, he showed you a lot of things like way too young. Well, I, I'll never forget the one time he took us over. It was me and our, our little brother, and. I, I was probably like 11. He was probably six. Six. And he showed us this this movie called The St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Yep, I remember that too. And it's like about our, gangsters. Yeah, our little brother was so upset with like the murder scene and everything. And it's because they literally lined up like 15 guys. Well, they and killed shot the guy. He was like, he still says to this day, he goes, The one guy was just a mechanic. He had all those kids. Like, he, had, <laughs> he was so like busted up about it. Yeah. And all I could think of was Kevin McAllister watching uh, Angels oh, yeah. with Filthy Souls and shit. <laughs> But, um... No, so that makes me think, like, the way that Uncle Rick, our uncle, yeah. raised, like, helped... When he took Kevin... He formed me. <laughs> when he took Kevin for their little adventures. So, like, my husband, the last few days, has been on a Nick Cage kick. He How made me he watch Con Air the Con other day. We I finally love, finished yo, it. She, she watched Con Air for the first time, guys. Ever. Fucking I just great. knew it from the uh, Trisha Yearwood's music video. <laughs> But um, we finished that, and then he's like, oh, we got to watch Face Off. Yes. I'm watching Face Off. It's so good. And I'm like, they took off their faces, like the operation scene and everything. And my husband goes, yeah, I, uh, this is what I watched as a kid, not Disney. Speaking and of then he goes, yeah, but I was like 16 when this came out. And I looked it up, and I go, I go, you were nine. Yeah. And he just started laughing. He goes, my dad would just take me to the movie, like to the, <laughs> to the video store and be like, for your birthday, pick out four movies. He didn't give a shit what oh. they were. He just let me buy them. 
Face Off really brings to mind scientific plausibility. Right. <laughs> fucking love that movie so much. Well, he's like... That's the only movie that Nick Cage is like outshone by somebody in. Like, outhammed. Like, Travolta goes fucking ham in that movie. Dude, it's fucking <laughs> insane. Is that, are you dropping a hint about what... No. Oh, so guys, we should talk about this. And we didn't do it in the beginning. So, we're doing Jurassic Park this week because we have a new project. And that is, that I picked this movie. Each week, one of us is going to... Every other week. Every other week, we're going to pick a... Like, I pick this one. Mary, next week, is going to pick the next movie we're going to yes. watch. And we're going to, like, swap on and off. Now, these could be movies that we've seen before. Movies that we grew up watching together. Or movies, you know, we're going to surprise each other with movies we've never seen. Like the one I'm choosing next week. Kevin has never seen it. Are you going to tell us or are we going to surprise him? Ooh, I'll tell you guys so you can watch it. We're going to watch The Mummy with Brendan Fraser Never and Rachel saw Wise from 1999. Never saw it. Um, it is one of my favorite movies. That's why the Brendan Fraser teaser. Okay. <laughs> that makes mm-hmm. sense. I've never seen The Mummy. Okay. So this is going to be... So guys, there's your homework next week. Watch The Mummy. Uh, I'm going to chime in with some shit next week. I'm sure I'm going to have some fresh Oh, I'm sure you're going to have some shit to say. I can't wait. So until then, uh, you can find us on Twitter at Brosis Podcast. Uh, If you have long-form feedback you want to send, uh, get in touch with us. It's uh, brothersisterrewatch at gmail.com. You can find us on any podcasting app out there, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Anchor, wherever you listen to podcasts, you'll find us. Also, subscribe to the Ginny Position podcast feed, where we are featured each and every Monday. And throughout the week, there are more things coming out there from Jennifer Smith and friends, such as mm-hmm. Geek and Sassy, Talk and Pop, Freak Out Driving, and more. So subscribe today. Guys, until the next time, we will catch you on down the road. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>